Uh, they want you to sing specifically one of the songs <laughs> you've created. All right? <laughs> can you give us that? I can't. It might take me a second, but I can do it. Go ahead. No, of course. Okay. Got time. Well, I got to go get my guitar, and then I got to maybe tune it. Fair play, fair play. See, it sounds bad. There you go. uh, Let's see where I have a scene for this somewhere. They're all everywhere. Um, Concert. See, there we go. No, that's the wrong concert. Where's the right concert? What's the right one? And the one, the only, Barry B. Bop. Oh my goodness, Barry! How you doing today? What you been up to? Hey, I'm good. I, you know, I was just listening to some guy on stream call me Barry B. Boop. You I don't know, know much about that, but just, I don't know who that guy is. All right, you have. Yeah. Okay, this is the second. <laughs> Every time I've had you so far on screen, you've had a great retort, man. The first time was during the tournament. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, I said, "Do you look up your guests?" Is what I said. <laughs> I remember that because I felt kind of bad. <laughs> I was no. thinking about it afterwards. <laughs> Fuck it. No, I love it. Like, that's the thing. If a guest is going to get hard pressed on that, man, I'll tell you straight up. There's like uh, an hour of research. All right. There's a little uh, bit, yeah. but I want to be surprised. But I love yeah. it. Keep me accountable, yeah. Barry. All right. We're adults here. I, will, Keep uh, me- I appreciate that. But uh, what you been up to today? Oh, man. Let's see. I so I uh, streamed last night. And we're playing this game where uh, you yell to see. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if you ever remember the game, like, or if you ever played the game Slender from, like, 2013. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you had to, like, find the eight pages. And this was like that. You had to, like, find eight pieces of candy, except the view is from inside of a mouth. And so to see through the teeth, you have to yell to open it. <laughs> but the ghost can, can, will follow you if you yell. And... Usually I like give up on games really quickly, but I was so determined. And so I streamed like so late to like three in the morning. And so I woke up at like noon and, you know, ate lunch and did some work, yeah. you know, did some video editing. Cause that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> prepped for this. Um, Capri is, is on me for getting some content ready for him. Uh-huh. Um, and went to the store and bought cough drops because my throat hurts. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> Hopefully those cough drops will, will make it easier for tonight then, all right? But I think so. I think so. It's hilarious. that I, I would love to sit in on the pitch meeting for that game. I want to yeah. know what they were thinking or what drugs or whatever it may be. No, believe me. It's from the viewpoint of a mouth, all right? And you got to do all this shit to survive. That sounds beautiful. That sounds like such a fun. What's the name of the game again? It's called Tonsil Terror. You can get it for free on itch.io. So I don't think it's a board meeting. I think it's one guy who went, what if, what if it was inside the mouth? And, <laughs> and you know, I, you know, I get creators envy, but not for like important things for like mm-hmm. really dumb things. Like I wish I came up with that idea. That's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that's, if that's not like a horror movie down the line. I don't know what is. That's so brilliant. That's such a good idea. I love that a ton. I love that a ton. Yeah. But uh, Barry, again, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your time. Uh, I start off these shows the same way, and I tell the guests how you and I got connected, all right? Sure. And the the very moment that I've heard of you was way, 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 way back. We're talking under 50 episodes, possibly under 75 to 50, around there, when I had Sandwich on. 
And Sandwich mm-hmm. mentioned you. All right. That was the first time I checked you out. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's, it's Barry Bebop. I'll check him out. And then again on the network, we had this segment where it's like recommend a streamer. Brought you mm-hmm. up again. So did Brit. And then Nandre. And it just, it was an avalanche of just reminders, reminders. I've had you on this list for a while. But it was one of those things. That's kind of the reason I had you on the tournament because it was a way to open the, the gates of being like, hey, I, you know, we'll have you here if you'll have it, if you have the time. Whether you join the tournament or not wasn't the point, but like I would have also loved to, to interview. Luckily, we were, got, mm-hmm. uh, we were able to do both. Um, but, it, you know, long overdue, I'm extremely excited to just pick your brain and, and understand you from both a creator aspect as well as, as your life uh, beyond this and, and before you got into content creation, all right? So we're going to start from the very top, all right, Barry? We're going to start from the very top, and that is talking about your time here on Twitch, Okay. Sure. So I'm going to ask you, how long have you had your Twitch account uh, in general? I'm, and I'm even asking uh, before streaming if that applies. Yeah. Yeah, I have a bit of a story about that, if I can tell it. Please. Uh, so, God, how far back do I go? Um, <laughs> um, Earthbound, the video game with Ness in it from Super Smash Brothers. Most yeah. people know it. I was, <laughs> this is, I could just go so far back. All right, I was filming a movie. and my lead actor was like, dude, you should play Earthbound because he was like super into Smash Brothers 4, which was out at the time. This is 2015. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll play Earthbound. So I play Earthbound and I get really into it and then I play the next game. And then I'm like, surely there's another one, right? Like there's a Mother 4 coming out. And not actually, but there was an online community formed around Mother 4, this game that uh, still has yet to exist. And mm-hmm. it's a big joke in that sense. Um, anyway, the music though was being put out on SoundCloud. And it was, and it's, and it's still to this day, it's on Spotify. It's, it's God tier stuff by my friend. Now my friend, Shane Mason, um, who's a very, very talented, um, uh, musician and video game soundtrack scorist, whatever you want to call it. But he was a Twitch streamer and it was the first time I'd ever really heard of Twitch. I had ever, you know, done whatever. And he was playing one of these games. And so I got an account to, to watch him play. And then it sat dormant for three years until I started streaming and I, I cold emailed him when it was like, hey, can I use your songs for my streams? Mm-hmm. And now the song that still plays to this day is like my entire brand. We're friends. We've like hung out, you know, like in person and stuff like that. So, so yeah, that's the story. It's like a, a, just a story of friends. You know? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I mean, look at that inspiration that literally just because of this one moment where you're like, oh, mm-hmm. one of someone that I, I, I look up to is here on Twitch. Let's go check it out. What what was your first impression as a viewer when you first joined the platform? I mean, it wasn't, I didn't spend a lot of time in there. So I don't know if I could have a super accurate description, but mm-hmm. it was super intimidating. I don't know how many people he would have had. It would have been anywhere between like 10 and 40, which is a decent range. But, yeah. you know, I was just like nervous to chat. And I said something that was kind of like dumb. And I was just like, God, oh, it's stupid. Oh, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. <laughs> You're banging your but, hands. Above yeah, I was, the yeah, I was just like, no, I messed it up, you know. And he was like, that's a weird thing to say. And I was like, no, because I was like <laughs> talking about the game, and I like said somebody's name wrong, and I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> no, um, he's have a fool there. It's over. Yeah, He'll never. Touch yeah, me. it's done. I'm done with this career, this business. <laughs> so I really didn't. Uh, I didn't spend too much time on it until yeah. I started. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I as far as impressions, you know, and it's changed so much. It's seems to change so much since I started. So, mm-hmm. you know, 
it's an I evolving mean, platform. You <clears throat> mentioned this three year break where you kind of you you made an account, you watched a little bit of content, and then you took this long break. What brought you back to the platform? Yeah, I mean that probably jumbles up with like life stories we might talk about later. Okay, but like I I've been creating stuff since I was a kid, so like time of life before content creation or however you want to phrase it mm -hmm. uh, is between zero and seven. And then after that, I'm 28 now. And that's kind of been it. Okay. So like I kind of had a camera in my hand since that point. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a brief, there was a, a period of a few years where I wasn't making anything because I was wrapped up in college and full-time jobs and stuff like that. And so yeah. I wasn't really like exercising that part of my life for a period of time. And then it was like when streaming became an idea and I kind of looked into it that, that I jumped back. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, you, let's talk about that first stream. Do you remember what year it was? Yeah, it was 2018. 2018. All right. Yep. So you had your first stream in 2018. You know, you're, you're approaching all the, the technology, the OBSs, and let alone mm -hmm. coming onto this platform where it's live. All right. Unedited. You are who you are here. Tell me about that very first stream. What were you doing? Uh, what was your idea when you were deciding to go live for the very first time? Yeah. So, you know... We'll just get this out of the way and then never talk about it again. If I'm ever talking about like another person or like, you know, what I look like or human beings, all of that is hypothetical. All right. Now I've got that out of the way. Of so um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I streamed first as myself to like no one, as many people do. Mm -hmm. um, and I was playing my one of my favorite games, which is Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, which is like this 2005 Xbox game. Um that's still awesome but i streamed that and i didn't really know what i wanted to do just i wanted to start gaming again and i wanted to like just kind of meet people and make something that like i wasn't making anything so i wanted to make something that people could see and like you know just and and twitch was a good way to do all of those things mm -hmm. um but i did that and then after a few streams i had this idea i like i saw okay there's a creator that some people might know called how to basic and he's a very very big youtuber okay um and you have never seen his, he does some really awesome, but bizarre stuff where he does like a fake cooking tutorial or a, it's a, it's a tutorial and then it's bait and it goes into this very bizarre avant-garde stuff where he's, you know, covering self with raw chicken and, you know, like <laughs> dancing around his house or like throwing a bunch of eggs onto a pile and setting it on fire. It's really, you know, high art stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, he did a video for 10 million subscribers that was how to basic face reveal. Cause everyone's like, Oh, he's got to do a face reveal, face reveal. You got to do a face reveal. And so after 10 million subscribers, he's like, okay, I'll do it. And it was also me getting back into YouTube, which is I'm more of a YouTube guy than a Twitch guy. Okay. Um, and I saw this video with all these creators that I hadn't seen since I was a kid. Like he like reached back into the depths of like YouTubers that don't make stuff anymore. Yeah. And I just saw it and I was like, like, I haven't seen that guy. I haven't thought about that guy in like eight years. Like, oh my God. And I was like, I want a face reveal thing. Like, I want, you know, like a, like a, a figure or something that's like, you know, like, you know, wow, who is he? What is it? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I, uh, I'm an editor for a living and they had come out with this program called Adobe character animator, which, you know, lets you basically make Photoshop layers. And then it kind of, you know, takes a can't face cam and kind of animates it for you. So it's a little different from, from what uh some of the anime uh people do mm -hmm. but that was like oh that's kind of in my skill set like i could figure that out and i didn't know what i wanted it to be and uh 
my Twitch account name, I had a few Twitch friends, just a few. And uh, my my Twitch account name at the time was Jimothy Bebop. <laughs> um, oh, rolls off the tongue right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's super <laughs> slick and easy. And uh, and then I was just sitting on my bed at two in the morning because people were like, how did you come up with the, the berry? Like, how did you yeah. do it? And uh, literally, I was just sitting on my bed at two in the morning, like doing, I don't know, fuck all. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, uh, what about a talking berry? And then I just made this picture like two hours and went to bed and like, you know, went to work the next day. And I was like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. And then I spent the next month like figuring out how to do it. And then August of 2018, the first, I think August 1st, 2018, the first berry stream happened. Mm-hmm. I have to yeah. ask, why of all things berry? I could not tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. Fair play. I mean, <laughs> you know, no further the idea questions. Just right. happened. The idea just happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just found the images and I thought they were funny and I kind of, you know, I, I've, I've moved away. Well, probably actually nobody would agree with this except for me, but, um, mm-hmm. I've tried to move away just a little bit from being something that's just, you know, alarming, you know, out the yeah. gate. Um, but it still is, but like, I was like, I kind of want something that's a little, people are like, what, what am I, what am I looking at? And why am I looking at it? And you know, that has upsides <laughs> and downsides, but you know, mm-hmm. that's still, that's still my life at this point, but Definitely. I yeah. just. I kind of wanted something like that and I just made it. I don't know. <clears throat> I would love to know some of that. You know, you, you mentioned the pros and cons. And I think this is fascinating because, I mean, a lot of the guests I've had, I've only had maybe two individuals, three individuals that didn't have any cam. Um, mm-hmm. But I've never had someone who's VR. And so in terms mm-hmm. of this life, in terms of this type of content and this type of creation, uh, can you give us a few pros and cons of this this space? Absolutely. Um, I think pros is... It, uh, I don't know, no one, no one can like, you know, there's lots of super creative people on Twitch, whether mm-hmm. they're VTubers or not or whatever. Um, this aesthetic I care deeply about yeah. this like weird sort of artful, not exactly shit posty, whatever it is. Yeah. I love it. And like, that's not something that people can match really. And mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. And I think that anybody's aesthetic is awesome. And I'm happy to have made one. Um, I. I, this is a great skill as a streamer. You know, if you're if you're playing games or doing whatever, is learning to always speak. Like even if you're streaming to nobody and you're starting out, it's like keep talking because you need to. You know, you need to pretend that you have an audience so that when you have an audience, you can interact with them and you can talk with them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my uh, my philosophy is to never stop talking. The problem is other streamers like can and feel comfortable with it, and like they can have their facial expressions be read in more minute ways to where it feels like the audience is still being connected with. But like, if I'm playing a game and trying hard, which I'm afraid of because I feel like I'm not interacting enough. And so the little monkey in my head is like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta push the I buttons. You gotta, you gotta do something. And so that's not everybody deals with that, but maybe, you know, but that's me. And like, I feel like sometimes it gets in the way of me connecting with my audience though. Usually I keep things pretty light, but you know, I think that's part of why I'm excited to go on here is like maybe talk about things people haven't heard about and, you know, figure out how to dig a little deeper, I guess. I don't know. Definitely. I mean, uh, it's it's so fascinating. Like I, I took a when I sat down and really thought about your content, I'm thinking, wow, OK, you know, the duality of this where you are. It isn't. OK, I'm seeing expressions. I'm seeing and, and mm. you having to do content plus the expressions is just it's a juggling act in my mind. Like I got I started stressing out for you. And the thought of like, I could not think of what buttons to press live while I'm trying to speak, while I'm also trying to do whatever else. 
in order to garner attention, but it's so niche and it stands out. And you're right. No one can touch this. People cannot like if they do, they have to invest a lot of time in, in educating themselves. But mm-hmm. this is so cool to, to just watch you kind of at work, even here live uh, during this interview here. Now, I have to ask you, you know, in t- <laughs> I love that. I love that. So in, in terms of like, say, public appearances. All right. You know, TwitchCon is in October. You know, are you planning on going to TwitchCon, Barry? Yeah, I think so. I I'm just avoiding it because you know I just like spent a, like a ton of money traveling. Yeah. But and then like TwitchCon got announced, and I was like, ah, I gotta I gotta buy that. But <laughs> true. You know, so I have some people I want to go with, and we you know we'll buy something. Mm-hmm. It'll happen soon. Um, so, but yeah, I plan on going with an event like that. Though, how would yeah. you kind <clears throat> of plan around keeping your identity, or are you going to go no no Barry mask? Or well, what are we thinking in terms of that? Yeah, so it would be cool to be able to like be like have anonymity and like be this berry thing. But yeah. also like, you know, I'm not actually a big creator and and like not that necessarily matters, but like if anybody knows like who like Swagger Souls is or something like that, he like wears chain mail over his face. And yeah. people are like, "Oh my god, there he is." But he's not like hanging out with like fans or like meeting new people. He's just meeting hanging out with like creators mm-hmm. that he knows. And so like he's just going to wait till he goes behind a room and then take it all off. And for me, my stuff is so like just in my face. I would rather just like say, "Hey, please don't post a picture of me online and get to know people" than okay. like wear some suit all the time. Yeah. Like, it's just not fun. Like, it just wouldn't be fun. I'd be uncomfortable and everybody would be having a good time and be like, you're in a suit, aren't you? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I am. And then I'd be like, fuck, I like need to pee, you know, and then it would happen. So, you know, I would love to, you know, you know, I'd love to like, you know, keep the berry face forever or like mm-hmm. that'd be the only thing. But at the same time, it's like I treat it as if not when like I have accidentally doxed myself in like microwaves many times or in times that people have not seen. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know, whatever. Like, yeah. just please don't post a picture and, you know, pretend. I don't know. Pretend. Yeah. Just be like, wow, I saw him. He was blue. That was crazy. Keep it cool. up. Keep it up. That's fair. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go one more question about in terms of your content, especially your, your evolution here. All right. You said you started streaming 2018. We are in 2022. All right. Woo. So that's been some time there. It's a big chunk of time here on Twitch. I'm going to ask you, uh, Barry, how have you as a content creator evolved from when you first started? And I'm talking even beyond just simply going from cam to VR, but even, you know, uh, further than that as a person even. Yeah. Man, it's kind of, it's crazy to think about. I think for anybody cuz I've been doing it for a while and I think one thing is just like being more confident. You know, I think most people would say that, you know, they're like, wow, I became more confident, you know, in myself or in myself as an entertainer as I did something. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's really cool. Um, I would say that for myself too. Um, I've always like tried to make funny things. Like I'd make sketch comedy videos in middle school and high school and stuff like that. But like improv comedy, like that muscle like grew a lot. Like, I think that's something that people probably know. I mean, any streamer, but like, I'm pretty good at riffing overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely have gotten like a lot better at that. Um, and just being able to provide constant commentary and energy, um, you know, and just like all those skills, I think are, are a lot sharper. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I really want to underline the note too, that you mentioned earlier, you know, because uh, we're unable to see facial expressions, at least, you know, mm-hmm. physically there, the ones that you, you can't, uh program there 
working on your speaking skills is just paramount. Your ability to engage, mm -hmm. your ability to carry a conversation or even start one in general. And so, I mean, just speaking with you right now, there's something about it. Like I'm staring at the screen and I see a, a barrier right there. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's, it's <clears throat> odd to me. Like it's, it, it flows. It's so smooth. It's like, it's, it's, you know, there's something about it. And it, I think that's a testimony to you as a career, you as a conversationalist, most of all. Being able to just, you know, riff and talk about life. I love that. That's oh, that's sick. That's sick. Well, Yo. Barry, here's the thing. All right. I don't know if you're familiar with the show. I don't know how much of the show you've watched. But uh, Twitch, man, Twitch is a big place. It's a big place. But everyone seems to be interconnected. Um, but that being said, uh, I can't be everywhere at once, man. You know, there's only 24 mm -hmm. hours a day. Eight of those hours I'm sleeping. Other times I'm doing other stuff. Um, I'm also somewhat of the new kid on the block here on Twitch, all right? Even mm -hmm. roughly getting to two years. That being said, I'm on your channel right now, and I have three clips of your uh, on your channel that I want to. I just want to talk to you about, all right? I just want to okay. understand okay. <laughs> what oh, no. is going on or what okay. you're doing. Uh, you know, it's just it's one of those things, all right? That's just what I want to. Mm -hmm. I just want to understand where we're coming from, all right? This is my way. This is the icebreaker, thing. if you may. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to switch over scenes here. Uh, okay. We're going to watch the clip, and I'll just have you describe what's going on here. All right? We'll just that watch it. wonderful. Yeah. Easy there. All right? Easy, easy. Let's switch <laughs> over scenes. This first one's titled, Barry. It's titled Decorating a Tree <laughs> with Your Cursed Mail. <laughs> so oh, all this that, one's a favorite. It's, it's just 26 seconds long. It's just 26 seconds long. All right? Okay. Let's okay. give it a listen. And I'll have you tell us about this stream, all right? Okay. She's beautiful. I think you got uh, the same model as me, but tell me about the <laughs> tell, me, <laughs> tell me about this yeah. stream. What the hell is going on here, Barry? Yeah, I mean, so somebody, you know, it's just a clip where somebody didn't change the title. Uh, decorating my tree with your cursed mail. So I had people mail me, uh, you know, quote unquote ornaments, you mm -hmm. know. And so I just said, mail me ornaments. Uh, but it's really just whatever they wanted. And somebody sent me, you know, a very nice, uh, supple doll. <laughs> um, <laughs> That, uh, you know, needed to be, you know, taken care of and, and treated right. So, so you're telling me your community sent you a bunch of ornaments to, to mm -hmm. you know, put on your Christmas tree. When you saw this upon mm -hmm. unpacking, you know, because I'm assuming uh, these are anonymous, correct? You didn't know what was. No, no, they're oh. not anonymous. They're not anonymous. They weren't. So I know who sent that. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you knew that, all right, well, we're having a, <laughs> having a blow up on the tree this mm -hmm. year, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. What's your initial reaction? Tell me about this. Uh, my first initial reaction is how visible are the nipples and can I show this on the air? Um, which, you know, it, it was deemed okay by analysis outside of the camera frame. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, people just sent me this kind of stuff. You know, anybody who has an open PO box, like I, 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 that was the first year I did it. I did it this year too, you yeah. know, like sexy Christmas ornaments or not. You know, I had a, a, one of my, you know, friends and viewers 
you know, is Jewish. And he sent me a sweater that just has a unicorn on it. And it just says the Junicorn. So <laughs> I wore that. I think I might be wearing that in that clip. I need to look at it. But uh, yeah, yes. I'm wearing the Junicorn sweater right at that moment. You, you know, and so, you know, I was a little shocked. But at that point, we named her Judy. We stuck her on the tree and the tree popped her. So she died and she sits in my closet. Oh, I'm but, you know, you know, you could throw that away, man. You don't, you don't got that one here. I didn't, she's not thrown away. She's, you know. Oh, interesting. Got, interesting. Be upset. It's pop, be like, but. Why'd you throw Judy away? So, mm, kept multiple, around. Yeah, multiple things there. Uh, to mm -hmm. unpack, tell me, what other ornaments did your community send to you? And and tell us a little bit about the, the comedy style of your community. Clearly, this is on par with what they're, you know, what they're about there. <clears throat> Yeah, let's see, other ornaments. Sometimes I get really nice ones too. Like my friend King Keo mm -hmm. sent me just like a micro NES ornament that like plays the whole Mario theme, I think, when you oh. when you touch it. You know, it's like there's some really nice ones too. Yeah. Um, somebody else sent me a sweater that year. No, somebody else didn't send me a sweater. I wore a sweater that was too dear uh fucking. Um, that's fine though. Um <laughs> let's see. Somebody sent me a 40 pack of large rubber bands and just said, <laughs> put them all on the tree just every single one of them yeah. um uh let's see this year you know i know some people who you know some people who are going to watch this are going to laugh really hard uh because they know what this is but uh, do, you, do you know what getting coconut mold is <laughs> okay okay yeah i got coconut <laughs> midstream where did that even fucking come from coconut mall has a great soundtrack first of all but what mm, is mario uh, kart mm -hmm. that one just hurts the soul yeah, it's from a Twitch streamer named Whiskey, who I don't know too well, but mm -hmm. you know many of my friends do, and and the meme originated from from them. And uh, and anyway, one of my viewers sent me just it printed out just on a piece of paper, and then flipped it over, and uh, she's an artist, and it's a drawing of me looking at this, pointing right at the right out of the the paper, and just says, "You got coconut mold. Share this with all of your viewers to coconut mold them." Um, you know, I don't, you know, I feel like this is true with a lot of like my community and a lot of, you know, my friends who, you know, have these, you know, they just cultivate. I think that's one of my favorite things about Twitch is, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you as the entertainer can oftentimes become the joke in like a really light, fun way. And you people gravitate to you who have your sense of humor. And so, you know, people are sending me things that, you know, I, jokes that I've made that I find funny, but then turn it around on me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. People also like to make me uncomfortable and like things like wearing, you know, I'm like, okay, my Jewish friend like sent me a sweater that says unicorn. Like, can I do this? Like, can, is this, yeah. is this okay? Well, but then understand. it, you know, it's too late, you know? And then it's like, oh, here's like a doll that could be like naked in a bad way. Nah. Now that has me thinking, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, you know, can I do this? You know? And mm -hmm. then here, here, Barry, here's 40 rubber bands. Um, you know, but they're responding to what I do. So mm -hmm. on, in that clip on the left of me, you'll see a penguin that I just bought and taped to the wall because I thought it would be funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and then on the right is a is a is not a stocking. And it's what I've labeled as you can't see it on the tape, but it's this chat sock. Oh which, my you know, gosh. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's theirs and they can have it. It's actually um, hanging on its own regard. You just kind of spaghetti tossed it on the wall. It's wild. 
It's wild. All my film people know the power of gaff tape. That's all I'll say. <laughs> gaff tape. It might be twenty dollars, but goddamn, it's going to be the best twenty dollars you ever spent. Yeah, I love that. Well, it, you know, I love that you, you're willing to, especially. I mean, there's people that push boundaries for the sake of pushing boundaries. But I mean, you, you dot your eyes, you cross your t's. But this is just some good stuff. This is some good bits. That is just uh, again watching this. I watched this like five times, and I'm like, he's using no hands to blow up this dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you're passing out because there's no way. I'm like, you are putting. <laughs> You're trying to blow this doll up plus talk at the same time. I was like, oh my gosh, is that where is this going to end? But <laughs> I, I loved it. I love this bit. It was beautiful. And I think this speaks volumes of not just yourself, but your community as well. You know, joining in, like you said, joining in on this joke, uh, being a bit silly with the sweater uh, and the blow up doll. Mm -hmm. I love it all. That was beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> I hope that continues to be a bit every year. Decorate your tree. It's such a good yeah, one. That's so creative. It's uh, hard to stop because it's just so fun. It's, it's so good. A unique idea. Yeah. This next one here. All right. It's a clip from three <laughs> years ago. All right. Oh, no. What is and this going to be? Oh, God. It just says face reveal, but I don't believe it. Right? <laughs> oh, no. You say I don't do any research, Barry. You, do, you say I don't do any research. All right. All right. To be fair, to be fair, this is one of the highest viewed clips. So, you know. <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm, yeah, all right. <laughs> true, true. But let's give a look, all right? Only 16 seconds long. And I'll have you God. explain what the hell am I watching, all right? Okay. All right, let's take a listen. Yeetus, yeetus deletus. Yeetus burrito. The bad thing about this is I can't actually see what's happening, unfortunately. So I can't, like, read anything. But at least. This feels, here's the thing. This is what garnered my attention here, all right? From the title. Okay. This this feels like one of those, like, amateur sex <laughs> things that I'm watching here, all right? You have, you, this is, imagine know, if the windows strange. are open and people can look in. There is uh, a man in a berry face mask, no holes mm. poked through, on the bed of his hotel room, just uh -huh. with Cam. Tell me what's mm. going on in this stream here. Sure. So, I, uh, I, you know, I, <laughs> I had a full-time job at the time, as many people would like to do. And uh, uh, we would travel often. And I was streaming and I was doing it a lot. And I was like, I want a way to stream, you know, when we travel for work, even when we get done for the day, like go back to the, you know, hotel room and like do a stream. And, and uh, I, I don't remember why I bought that. I, I, I don't remember the idea of like, oh, I'll do an IRL stream, but that is the first appearance of the mask. And it is like before I even like now, if you look at it, literally now it's two holes like shoddily cut through the front. And then behind that is a a like plastic like work mask you would get at Home Depot taped behind it. And then inside that mask is taped two popped out lenses of some mirror lens Ray-Bans you'd get from Walmart for $5. Like that's the mask now. And that's a yeah. problem. Yeah. But that is just the pure uncut thing. And I'm just wearing it. Mm. And that stream, you know, there's a few people around who still watch it. The guy who's commenting right there who says, yee, that's Vapor Gabe. And he's <laughs> he's like my oldest viewer uh, and, a, and a friend of mine. But um, yeah, that stream, I just like sat around in a hotel room for like two hours and just like did random shit. You can see on the TV that Medea Goes to Jail is playing. <laughs> and 
And I just thought it would be funny to have it on TV. Well, I uploaded it to YouTube and had it private because I just needed a place to put the file. And I guess YouTube's content ID is so good that it blocked that video in every single country, no like without shot. it being visible by everybody, just because it was on in the background and like not even audible half the time. <laughs> Medea fucking wanted me to go to jail for having that on. And so. <laughs> Wait a second. Did you play Medea goes to jail via your laptop? No, that's not, that's TV. No, okay. oh, no, no. That's just like, I don't, I think that that's probably, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm looking at two images that look similar. I love, again, the, the, the shaky quality. You have like a towel over the mirror. There's so much going on here. Like, I oh see. yeah, I didn't want anybody, because I had to take the mask off when I was looking at the phone. Because so I, <laughs> I can't see. So I like covered it up with ears. Man, I've come a long way. You've come really, a I long way. Really, I haven't though. <laughs> This really, again, it's the same. <laughs> something about this quality. It, it, it's interesting because, like you said, you've come a long way. You've seen the production grow. But it's those humbling times at the beginning where you, you see the things like not having eye holes for your mask being an issue. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, how are you going to read chat and all that or even move around the place? So you said that you, you wanted to stream and travel at the same time. You still wanted to keep the uh, Barry uh, mask and, and, and I would say brand overall going mm -hmm. there. But tell me, so in this first time, when you, when you went live, after you finished, all right, mm -hmm. once you finished this first kind of IRL uh, Barry stream, what were some of the notes that you knew mentally you had to take to improve for the next time? I have no idea. Honestly, it was just as is. I'm not sure. It was just as is. Like, I'm just so. I'm sure that I thought of something at the time, but I was so small at that point. Like, there's like it's like five, like pe like five people, five or six people watching, and I was like, oh, this one, let's do numbers, man. You know, and um, and if it's a small streamer, that's a big deal. But it was like really five people. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and. So I ended up doing that same thing a few more times, but I, not that often. And I think that it probably was just in the future where the reason I didn't like cut eye holes is because I was like, well, there's already eyes on the mask. Like, I don't want to like make the mask look bad. And then I eventually <laughs> I just stopped caring about that and just said, I'll just cut eye holes where my eyes are, which are not in the eye part of the mask, but rather more, you know, near the bridge of the nose, which, yeah. you know, everybody's got their struggles. Everybody <laughs> makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. But, um, you know, I, I have no idea. I mean, I <laughs> it's, it's been so long. It's like three years ago. <laughs> I mean, regardless of the point, it's one of those things that yeah, like you, you mentioned, you know, smaller streamer, not, you know, not huge numbers, but I think it's just the love of the game. It's, it's mm. realizing that, you know what? Yeah, I, I fuck with this, and I'm just going to find little ways to tinker with it and see what, you know, where we can go. Where can we push the envelope? Uh, just not just content-wise, but yourself and your creativity. So I love the fact that, you know, it, it shows dedication to say, you know what? Instead of just taking a long break while I'm traveling for work, I'm going to bring the show on the road with me. <laughs> it was and, so irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, to a hotel. Put Bandina on real quick. Mm -hmm. Set the mood. And mm -hmm. just go for it straight. I love that. I, love that. I got one life. more clip for you, Barry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, All right. Okay. One more clip yeah. for you when you're All home right. free here. Uh, this one, okay. we're going to see once more the face mask, but in its uh, more uh, <laughs> proper form here. All right. More uh -huh. relevant to date. Uh, and it's uh, it's titled, uh, after three long months, Barry finally opened <laughs> Andre's yeah! package. All right. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this package here. Let's take a listen. 42 seconds long. I'll have you describe this stream and tell me about this package. All right? Let's take a listen. What the fuck? What? 
feels like Nandre's Grundle. Dude, what the fuck? What the hell, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? I thought this was gonna be the pussy candle. Bro, what the fuck? All right, we're gonna open this. We're gonna we're gonna smell this. We're gonna smell it. We're gonna smell this. We're gonna smell it. I know. I know. We will. We will. We will. We will. But there's a problem. There's a problem. Okay. There's a problem. All right. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Oh, smells like Nandre's Grundle. First and foremost, for the viewers that are not educated, what exactly is a Grundle? <clears throat> I don't think I've ever said this. I had never, <laughs> I never heard the term before it was on that candle. You've never <laughs> heard it before it was on the candle. Uh huh. So yeah. did you Google it? Did you figure out what it was? Nandre provided context clues. Oh, of course. And what, what is, what's the context? I can't exactly. I think it's just like je, 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 he's probably gonna roast me. General Gooch area, I think. I don't know. So it's the. I don't even know. So you have a I candle dedicated to another so man's Gooch, to, to Nandre's Gooch, if you may. Yeah, which is probably a step above most. Step above most. All right, perfect. Yeah. So t tell me about this stream. It took three months for this package to arrive. Okay. No. 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 I had it sit for three months because. Okay, so that was my subathon mm -hmm. last October, and I think last I think October or September I can't remember. Um, and this you know, and back in the good old not the good old days, <laughs> mm -hmm. back in the days the pre Nandre streamer days, Nandre joins Sam Sandwich's community one day, and the next day joins mine, and then you know the rapport started from there, and he you know started streaming I think around maybe a little before or a little after around this time. Where, but uh, that this clip takes place. But we had a stream where we found this candle company called I don't remember what it's called, but they sell a uh, very distinct candles. For example, one that Nandre and I both have to this day called Dragon Pussy. Um, and you know the whole and everything is in all caps, and the whole item description is like talking. It's like if you um. Uh, met in person the dragon from Shrek. We'll put it that way. Okay. Um, and um, and so that was a joke. And then uh, Nandre was like, "Yeah, I bought you something. Like I sent you something to your okay. PO box. Yeah. And I thought that it was that candle, but it wasn't. But I got lucky because I bought the candle for myself, forgetting that he bought it. And then I opened that candle and was very surprised that it wasn't the dragon pussy candle as I had you know hoped and expected, but rather one of his grundle." Um, which is not burned out yet. I still have it and it's on my desk right now. And, and Brit balls, uh, I think reviewed it, uh, on her stream during the subathon the other day. I'm not entirely sure. Here's the thing. I, I have to ask, you know, that's the thing with clips. It cuts out. You mm -hmm. got to give us a review. If you had to write a review for this candle, what would, what would be said out of five stars? <clears throat> five out of five. I never knew that, uh, a swath of grundle and, and honey could uh lighten up my morning so much every day you you like that every day no but i could ah, nice. i mean then it would run out but. i'm curious <laughs> yeah i would I, I love that idea of the candles i would love to know like you're telling me it the profile is honey i think so uh it doesn't say on it but that's my first impression as i'm re-swelling it right now something like that <laughs> you took a deep whiff with that one <laughs> <laughs> they had some sweat another yeah. you know <laughs> it, you know uh 
it's not Andre. So some like, you know, leftover McDouble or something. Yeah, A little bit of chotch there. It's, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a whole body experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. experience Absolutely. There. I love that. Well, well, Barry, that's, that's all the, the, that's all the, the clips there. All right. That's all the clips. No more tricks there. Uh, however, as much as I love uh, Twitch and I do, you know, I'm rooting for the platform, no matter how much critique we have for it. I love mm-hmm. Twitch. I also love Twitter. There's just there's just some good I, stuff on Twitter. You never know I what you'll find. So I have about three of your tweets, <laughs> and we need a we need to talk, man. We need it. That's what you know. I, I'm a believer. Never okay. stop talking. This, so mm-hmm. I have three of your tweets. This first tweet, I can't even full it. I can't full screen it. All right, I can't full screen it because uh, I oh. just saw what is in I, what what you quote retweeted, and I don't know if I could show that on Twitch. Ah. So I'm going to cut okay. it off a little bit, but here's the thing, all right? You tweeted this one out at roughly around April, April of 2021. And the tweet, as I drag this oh out on screen, reads out, <laughs> describe your Twitter account without downloading any new images, all right? I'm going to, okay, I don't know if I could even click it. I'm scared to, because I don't know what's going to come out. That's, no, that's just, that's, that's all it is. It's just that panel. Oh, no, it's below. It's right here. Oh, it's below. It's oh, right oh, I have no idea what's down there. It's a, it's a photo of James Charles. Let's just keep on. But there's oh, something okay, a little okay, bit more. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a Meat Canyon tweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, this Garfield cartoon, it reads out, why do they call it oven when you of in the cold food of out hot eat the food? I had a stroke reading this. All right. I don't understand what the hell is going on. All right, my ass. I'm only 28, and I feel like I'm a million years old reading that shit. Tell me though, Barry, how would you describe your Twitter account? How would you describe your Twitter account? And how would you describe your Twitch content if you had to to someone that is not familiar with it at all? Okay, wait. So, am I just am I describing this tweet or my Twitter as a whole? Twitter as a whole. Ah, uh, what is my Twitter as a whole? I don't know. I just. I like to be funny regardless of being a streamer. So I just make, I, I make sure that I'm not just promoting things for myself or, or like doing just Twitch things. I just want to be funny. So yeah. I'll just put up pretty much anything that I think is funny. And I just try, I try to make jokes and I'll also put up stuff for my own streams, you know, mm-hmm. confusing people. It's a great time. Um, you know, it's it's images like this where you find out like there's certain things you can post that like you can siphon through the humor of your audience. It's like, okay, this I made this picture. How cynical are some of the people who follow me? Because some people won't get it and some people will be like, Yeah, I get that. And just, you could like see the humor divide. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not really so, an explanation, but I just Can you <laughs> explain to me this uh this comic then? Why why why'd you choose this one specifically? Because it just it like it doesn't anymore. Like it still makes me laugh very hard. But I used to look at this image and I would try to read it and I would cry laughing every time because this is this is this is unedited. This is a real Garfield panel. No shot. <laughs> That's yeah. I thought it was even when I posted oh. this. I thought it was fake. But it's a real panel. <laughs> Why do they call it and went out of culture? <laughs> someone had to have like a, it was a bad day it was a, this is an april fool's panel something's going on with garfield's staff <laughs> i just i just love that picture so much i don't think you had to bend down that much too i don't know what john's doing here this is too seductive this is some lois john's griffin like, kind of 
Yeah. But John's the, a horny the, guy. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. After all yeah. these years, a hundred percent. Yeah. He yeah, thought he he's something. looking for other kitty. Anywho, all right. That's uh <laughs> that's the first tweet. I appreciate you sharing that one. All right. First tweet. That's the first one. Easy as that. Easy as that. This second tweet, all right. The second tweet you tweeted out July 17, twenty twenty one at eight or nine thirty six AM. All right. <laughs> oh no. And it is, it is just oh, no. this. It is Barry Bebop had a table. <laughs> and if we full screen that this is, you know, when we think about VR streamers, at least when I do, all right, mm. I'm thinking, you know, uh, a notable one that I can off the, off the top of the dome is like uh, Code Mikio. You know, they, they, they got a bunch of stuff that's uh-huh. going on on their streams. But when you go beyond <clears throat> the, what's going on on the stream and you look at the setup, you're hitting us with lights all over the room, just a bulb right there of, of a lamp. You got a laptop standing on, I don't know what that is, one table, a bunch of items, toys on the floor, a guitar. Uh, uh, hey, nice tree. That's not, or a nice fern right there. Uh, the lamp shell is over here. Tell mm-hmm. me about the setup. Tell me about what's going on, specifically also with this stream. Sure. Um, so that stream was just like, a, you know, some of the favorite things that I do, and usually a lot of the most popular things are not the things that I took a lot of time and effort on, but things like, ha, funny, for mm-hmm. no reason, and then I just do it. And this was one of those. And the stream was just called Barry Bebop had a ta- has a table. And I just like put a table out and got like all these old arts and crafts supplies that have been like with me for like, you know, seven years or something that just collect over time. Yeah. And I was just like, let's make, let's do unstructured arts and crafts time. And so... <laughs> But, you know, it's like a stream and me and we're like, you know, covering like, uh, you know, we're covering like paper with peanut butter and like just, you know, all the typical, you know, it's like, you know, it's like a kindergartner has the strength of a 28 year old man. Uh, and so just destroy I, every time I do a, like an IRL stream, I just destroy my living room. Just absolutely. It always looks like that. Um, it's for like the lights and stuff. I like have no excuse to be scuffed, but I just am because I just kind of am impulsive. So like I have like professional production experience. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. I, like, you don't have no, to justify like, anything to me. Yeah. There, right? yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, but I have like a lamp. The funny thing about that lamp though, is that light bulb that's on it. Yeah. Is like a really high quality light. Like it's like, okay. a, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a $25, like proper color temperature bulb. <laughs> That's like from a film brand, but then I, but then in front of the TV in the top right corner is an iPhone six S with a battery so old that it has to be plugged in, put on top of a monopod, then stacked on top of an audio recorder. And the only reason the audio recorder is there is because it works as a makeshift tripod, which is then plugged in by like a 30 foot USB cable into that laptop right there. Like it's the worst thing like ever made. It's so awesome. It's but that's best. beautiful. I think, again, it's, <laughs> it's working with what you got. I, first of all, uh-huh. you know you're a content creator. You know you're a streamer when you're talking about the fucking quality of the light bulb. All right? That is- <laughs> hey, that's been with me for a long time. Long before streaming. My you, good old I think you, You're unscrewing that, putting that in its case. You're like, all right, until mm-hmm. next time. Mm-hmm. We'll have yeah, I got to keep the box. I put it away. Of course. Wait till next time. You yeah. have to. Tell me, from this arts and crafts stream, what was the thing that you ended up creating? Oh man, I think there's a tweet nearby that one. But what was it? We made we made the Jump King guy. Ooh. But it wasn't the Jump King guy. It just ended up being like kind of a pipe cleaner guy with a wheel. Mm-hmm. And then we made a hat for 
a stuffed bird that uh that we named well i named it and then the community attached to it so there's this stuffed bird that i bought during the mail stream because i just thought it was funny and that is literally it and i named it little fitbit and we made little <laughs> fitbit a hat and that's his hat i did throw away the hat it was nasty but he did love the so hat gross. for as long as he had it uh, I had like peanut butter on it. Oh, okay. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love you, you don't see any arts and crafts for people around our age. At 28, you don't see mm -hmm. that. That's, it's a lost art. And so to yeah. go back into this, it, it, this, this is giving me those nostalgia feels right now. I love, is this just a bunch of balls apparently? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch of, uh, it's like a bunch of uh, ball pit balls. I have a bunch of those. Of course. For, you, know, yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. An instant party once the ball mm -hmm. pits arrive there. Um, I have one more tweet for you, Barry, all right? One more tweet. Okay. You wrote this one uh, a couple days after <clears throat> Christmas, all right? Or a day after Christmas, <laughs> December 26th at- All these lead-ups are- 12.02 a.m. Oh, yeah, that's far. This is the roller coaster ride of it all, all right? And it's this one. We're going to get a little in our feels for this one. I love this one. I love this tweet a lot. And it reads out, I'm doing the job that my 12-year-old self always dreamed of, and that is very, very cool. I love this mm -hmm. so much. I think this was one of those moments where you got to take uh, an introspective look at your journey. I mean, you've talked about this, uh, doing this for four years streaming, but then in the journey of it all, technically around seven. I mean, you're, you're in editing, you're in all of this, <clears> and it's like it, content is in your veins, whether it's professionally, personally, whatever it may be. And so this tweet really hit home. You know, you and I, we're older heads here in, the, in, in this space. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to take a look back in your life and say, you know what, that kid that I once was would really appreciate where I'm at right now, or, or I made that person proud is so beautiful. Tell me about this moment. You know, it's the holiday season. Tell me about this tweet and tell me about, as we look back in your life here in content creation, uh, what would that younger self uh, say to you currently uh, as a creator here on Twitch? Sure. Um, I think in that moment, it was just kind of a thought. I was like, you know, I like this thought and I think people might like this thought too. And it's a cool thing. So I'll tweet it. Yeah. But it's something I think about a, a lot. And I kind of have, you know, forgotten this mindset recently, but something I tried to tell myself like last summer and in general is like the dream. It's just, it's kind of corny, but like the dream is now and is a kind of a motto for myself. And kind of what that means is that like, you know, everybody has like hard circumstances or things that they go through and, you know, um, but in a sense, you kind of have to be living your dream in the moment that you're at. Cause if you get to it later, if you think it's a thing that's later, you might not be satisfied. And so, you know, if it's like, oh, once I get this, then I'll be happier, then I'll be whatever. And it's like, or maybe, you know, I think about that now as like, how can I think of my present as the future that I want? And I'm saying all that now and realizing that's kind of not quite the point of that tweet, but um, I'm just, I'm grateful. Like, cause it, it, so when I refer to my job, I mean, like I kind of am referring to streaming, but I'm not a full-time streamer at all. But what I do full-time is edit for YouTubers. Mm -hmm. And ever since, like literally since YouTube has existed, my mom read about YouTube in Time Magazine and said, hey, this is a website you should use. And then I was 12 at the time and she let me like lie about my age so I could get an account. And so like, you know, and then, you know, before that I was making things, but then from there I was like, 
all I've wanted, like, is to like make YouTube stuff and like, and do, you know, this kind of thing. And so it's like, you know, while I'm not full time for myself, which, you know, is the goal and would be awesome. Um, it's, you know, if my younger self was like, you get to like, you get to do like, you get to make YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd be losing my mind. I'd be like, no way. Like, that's so cool. You get to, you, and you're making things and people are watching them and like them. Like that's nuts. Um, and, uh, that's super sick. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. I love that. I, I love that, that insight. You, you mentioned something. So, uh, I don't know. It's that it was impactful. You said the time is now. You know, mm -hmm. and if I got that correctly, you said the time is now. What altered your uh, mindset into kind of that belief where it's like, you know what? No more putting it off. No more uh, thinking about, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do this eventually or let me get it perfect and then I'll, I'll create this content. Uh, what got you to that moment of saying, you know what? N enough's enough. No more, no more excuses or no more reasoning. I'm just going to jump into this. So... The phrase doesn't necessarily mean that I would say, though it could for somebody like it could be like, oh, no more excuses. I'll start now. It's more like being in the middle of things and thinking like, oh, once I'm full time, then I'm happy. Oh, once I hit, you know, uh, you know, a thousand followers, 5000 followers, however many you want. Mm -hmm. Once I get there, then that's when I'll be happy. Like that was the goal. You know, then that's the, my goal for my life or whatever is fulfilled. And, and I get caught up in that often. And so I wouldn't call it some kind of permanent resolution, but more just like a reminder where it's like, can I like be happy in the moment now? And how is my life really good right now? And can I frame this in a way to where I might not be disappointed later? And I don't mean that in like a pessimistic way, but it's like, you know, people go through, you know, things like what their life means or what's going to happen, you know, when they get older and things mm -hmm. like that. And so it's like, you know, <clears throat> how can you uh, frame things in a way that has you thinking about your life beyond your goals. Cause I'm a pretty, yeah. like, I think about those things often. And so I wouldn't call it some kind of like turning point, just rather a thing to come back to and a reminder. I mean, that's such <clears> a great, uh, headspace though. Like I, I had to write some of that down where it's like, can I be happy now? Can I, can I find joy in, in my work in my passions now, mm -hmm. rather than the affirmations of, you know, whatever it may be. A lot of people on Twitch will talk about partner. A lot of people uh, mm -hmm. We'll talk about, you know, making a living a certain amount of money, a certain amount of yeah. followers. And Me and too. you're right. I think the, the beauty of it, or at least the, the mental health aspect of this this game, is trying to find not just peace and passion, but joy in the now. And I, I think mm -hmm. that's a very beautiful message. If I may ask, you, you said something a bit vulnerable in passing. And, and again, feel free if you don't want to share about it. But uh, I did hear you said you kind of uh, lost that mentality a little bit recently. Or forgot about it? Oh, um, yeah, I just, uh, just recently, like I get really discouraged really easy. And, um, you know, when I'm like not being as productive or whatever, and then it's like, now I'm talking in sense of like productivity is self-worth and, you know, in a certain sense, it's a dangerous mindset. And in another sense, like there's no, there's few ways you can be as proud of yourself than like setting out the things that you wanted to accomplish you know mm. it's like this kind of duality because there's a lot of conversation like you are not you know how much you get done in a day and that's yeah. true also you're gonna feel great 
if you do what you want to do in a day, like you're going to feel awesome. Yeah. You're going to go to bed and be like, I did all this stuff. And you're not going to be focused on yourself and how much, you know, if you have bad feelings about yourself, you're going to be like, cool. I like met the things that I wanted to do. I feel great about myself. And now I'm more excited to do those things. And like, I just have this constant battle with productivity and, mm -hmm. um, Twitter's a great place. Twitter's also an awful place. And, <laughs> and, and I am a very, like, I always want to like, you know, just, just ev like in every way of my life, I'm like, how can I do this differently in every aspect? But one of them is like the conversation around mental health, Twitter, like, it's great that things are being more aware. And also every single person says they have ADHD. And so it makes me not want to talk about the ADHD that I actually have because everybody says they have it, mm -hmm. but I like have horrible like ADHD. And I also have, and we can talk about this later potentially, but I also have bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, trying to try to give myself a little grace and be like, maybe that's why, you know, I'm not as good at this or that, but you know, the long way to say, I get frustrated myself when I didn't accomplish what I wanted to yeah. and where, you know, I'm not streaming a lot because of those reasons. And like, I just don't have kind of direction for my content. You know, sometimes things are getting better, but, and just like, you know, if some other things outside of that, that just kind of get me in a really have had me in just a really negative spot. And it was only mm -hmm. the other day, where I was like, wait a minute, I'm just going to like, try to like be happier today, which is like bad advice in a, in a, uh, uh, if you, it's like bad advice to tell somebody else, like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. so depressed. It's like, oh, just be happier. But <laughs> you know, like that sucks. But in the same yeah. vein, you know, like there's, you know, mental health and all those things, there's always multiple sides of the coin. And most people don't talk about that or admit it like meds and things like that are super helpful, you know, and it's like, Usually the, the, the stigma is like, people tell me to go out and do something, but that's not going to make me feel better. Cause I, that's the exact thing I don't want to do. The mm -hmm. thing is a lot of those things still do make you feel better in tandem with like medicine and whatever, and like trying to focus on other things. And like, so that's no way to minimize like how people feel. Cause that's important. But also sometimes it's like, you know what, I'm going to just, I just kind of had this like mini like revelation and kind of the dream is now thing is like, hold on. I'm like thinking about like how everything is shitty all the time right now. Like I'm just yeah. going to, I'm just going to like try to be happier today. It, it, and so it's, that's been helpful. You, you mentioned that it's just like, it's terrible advice and you're, you know, to say to someone, and it is tough to just say that, you know, be happy, but yeah. in terms of telling yourself, maybe that's something you needed to hear from yourself, you know? And I think Absolutely. Th that's, that's a difference. That's a huge difference uh, compared mm -hmm. to, to telling someone else, you know, we can only control ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and what we can uh, try to, to help ourselves in that regard. I, I appreciate you answering that, too. I know that was a really vulnerable state. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for that part of your story here. But I promise. Okay. All right, Barry, there's no more tricks. There's no clips or tweets. All right. <laughs> oh, That's I that. love it. You can show them all. I love oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Man, <laughs> man, you're going to create a spinoff show dedicated to that I'll make. All right. That's it's too much. Fun. I love that bit. <laughs> But uh, we're going to dive here into some uh, introspective conversation about your time on Twitch and content sure. creation, and then we'll go into your life story, all right? Sure. So, Barry, I have a belief that, um, you know, uh, one of the indicators that you, you quote unquote, made it is by having a Wikipedia page dedicated to you, you know? Hmm. That's just, that's a weird thing of mine. I just, I think that though you could publicly just create one right now, but I got that weird thing about it. I'm going to ask you this, Barry, all right? And this is up to your interpretation. I want to ask you what three accomplishments, all right, what three accomplishments or accolades or whatever you're proud of in terms of your content would you note on your wiki page and why? Sure. Um, 
you know, and there's a lot of like fantastic moments. I think the ones that I will list are like accomplishments, but like there are certain like collabs and like new friendships that were also incredibly pivotal, mm -hmm. like meeting Nandre and Sandwich and like Bobby Berm and all those people like was like a very clear spike in, in the con the quality and the size of my content. Um, so that can't be like understated. Um, as far as like, you know, whatever quote unquote accomplishments, I think one that was also around that same time was getting to be on Code Miko's show, um, which was open to anybody, to be fair. So like lots of people were on it, but I, there, there was an opportunity that she had small streamers on before that I missed, uh, mm. that I didn't, that I didn't get to be on. And when it came around the second time, my community was like, you need to do this. You need to do this. And I wouldn't have done it if they hadn't have bugged me about it. Wow. And then I just happened to be the first one to go. And like... I think, and I think that my audience would agree, is that I stood toe to toe. Like I, I Miko'd Miko, like, uh, and I was able to like be in the same room with her. I don't think this is true, but I kind of think that she's afraid of me. I hope so. I think that'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> because, What's the indication? Why would you think that? Uh, she's also on. Uh, she was also a judge in Hover's Next Top Streamer season three, which mm -hmm. I was in, and so I got to talk to her again. And she was like, "I remember you." I don't know. I just like. <laughs> I just. You know, she hasn't really often, like maybe a few times, like gotten the best of me. I feel like, like, mm -hmm. I feel like I, I, there was a moment in next top stream and I don't remember what it was, but like where she was speechless and I was like, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Like, ha that's not my goal, but it was really funny. And now I just keep commenting and telling everyone I will defeat code Miko in ritual combat. And I don't know what that means, me, but yeah. you know, one day I have a hope that one day. I'm big enough where she can no longer ignore me. <laughs> and then she will have to respond. Cause now, right now I'm responding to most of her tweets with this picture of me with like a, an 80 pack of abs. Uh, oh yeah. And I've uh, seen that. yeah, you know, and I did not Photoshop that original photo. I of just course. added my head on, but you know, someone's, someone's work, but um, you know, I like to think that the fear of God is there, you know, something. Mm, 100%. <laughs> you know, we'll clip this. We'll send it away. We're, we're going to demand answers. All right. This is journalism now. This yeah. is no longer just a, a simple interview. I love that. I love that. So that's one. How about a couple more? Two more. Sure. Um, one is my, uh, you know what? And I'm, uh, uh, I got, uh, one is last year yeah. or the beginning. No, no. Two years ago. God, everybody's been inside for so long. Uh, two years ago, <laughs> COVID we did a charity stream and raised like four grand. That was really cool. Wow. Um, and it was like super fun. Yeah. Um, and that was like a cool time that I kind of have forgotten about. And, you know, uh, but that was cool and it was kind of crazy. And, you know, I think everybody usually is blown away by their viewers for charity stuff, but I was mm. just kind of like so much was happening. And I was kind of just like, I kind of just need to do this. Like I haven't done a lot of charity stuff and I, and I want to do more in the future, but I was like, this just kind of seems needed. It just mm. seems practical at this point, you know? Um, and so I was just like, well, let's find one. And so we just found a relief effort. And I was like, yeah, we'll do a 24 hour and we'll, we'll, you know, see what happens. And, and uh, it was very, it was very cool. It was That's very great. So awesome. And, do you remember the yeah. charity? Uh, it was, it was hope from home, which wow. is like an initiative that, was connected to a bunch of different charities and it was through tiltify i th i believe like mm -hmm. tiltify the the donation platform and it's like it was like a thing it was like a connective tissue to a bunch of different things that was like just other like various relief services yeah wow that's amazing that's amazing one more one more barry can you give us one yeah. more? 
Yeah, this is an odd one. Um, so I got made fun of one time hmm. by a larger creator and, uh, and, uh, they were like, they saw a clip of me and they were like, that's the cringiest thing I've ever seen. And I probably deserve it. Cause I like sent in a clip like to their channel, like when I wasn't a huge part of the community, but I just knew them from Twitter and I thought it would be funny like to just send in a clip. And they said that. And it, and I was like, you know, I shouldn't have sent that in. So they're kind of right in that moment. But also it was like, okay, like this, that feel I, that was painful, but that feels kind of good um, mm. in a way where it's like, because I have a very distinct type of content and I could see, I could see a world where if I grew, there would be people who would make fun of me. Um, yeah. And that's like a weird thing to say, but that would happen with anybody too. Mm -hmm. But so I, that kind of happened and I was like, all right, I can hold that with me. It's like, cool. I got to, it's dramatic to say this. Absolutely. But I was like, I got a hater. That's great. Like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's that, it's that kind of preparation or, or understanding at least that mm -hmm. there is no one that's universally loved. Someone, nope. especially in the online world, man, someone will find something to hate. It's just what mm -hmm. it is. And to, to have that kind of maturity and wherewithal to be like, you know what, I'm going to re remove myself from the situation, not take it personally. You know, this is an opinion of someone who, who saw me for a moment and that's mm -hmm. it. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, and I'll, I'll be the bigger person rather than trying to retaliate or make it a thing. You know, a lot of people like to make it a thing on Twitter or, or make it into drama, but just recognize that of yourself and make yourself stronger. I think that's beautiful. That, that's a huge accomplishment. That's a huge accolade uh, and point of growth, especially. Um, mm -hmm. as a person there all right let's talk a little bit about your community i mean you mentioned him uh throughout this first part here i want to talk mm -hmm. about your community barry if i ask your community who you are and i had no idea prior what do you think they would say to me and you can give me both a troll and an honest answer i, I this is i think this is the hardest question for me to answer because <laughs> I, I i have some things but like i don't i don't know i, I don't entirely know i think that they would they would they would call me juicy. They would sh say show stem has big stem. Um, they would say that. <laughs> they would say um, he'll take you to the Grand Canyon. Um, you know, and they would say he'll take you he'll take you to a, a goat on a mountaintop. Um, but you know, they would probably say like he's loud. He curses a lot. He's in your face, um, and then also likes to celebrate humor and creativity maybe mm. that's maybe that's not giving them too much credit maybe that's me thinking too highly of myself but like um i you know we sometimes you know as for all the jokes and stuff too i like to just talk about like what makes things funny and i like to talk about um um like good games or good shows or good movies or whatever and like just have those discussions and um i think people who discuss things that way have also been attracted to my you know stream and yeah. so you know so some of that gets regurgitated back and you know so i feel like um they would think of me of me as someone who has somewhat good taste and that you know i take all of my good taste from them now <laughs> beautiful yeah <laughs> so that's uh -huh. where you get into the, the, the content there it's purely inspired it's inspired uh -huh. work uh-huh i love that let's flip the question all right we had your community describe you how would you describe your community, all right, to me, especially? Say I showed up to your stream, I said, yo, Barry, tell me about the lovely usernames and faces that are surrounding my own. How would you describe to your community, to myself or to someone that's never been there before? Sure. I think you're going to find people who are very funny, uh, who are very creative, who are very 
insightful and supportive. Um, and I never talk about things this formally. So that feels so weird to say, be like, I have insightful and, and informative viewers. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, but you know, in like discord and things, you know, one of my mods like started a, a channel that was like, uh, just like, you know, feeling stump or whatever. And people talk about all kinds of issues and, mm. and, um, you know, people have said some hard stuff, but it's cool to see people discuss it and provide encouragement. And, you know, and I've taken part in some of those discussions myself. And, you know, so you have people who support each other. But then also, I think something I'm really proud of is that there's a lot of really creative people in the community that aren't just Twitch streamers. Like, there's a lot of people who I've met through all of this who are musicians or who are game devs for themselves or for studios and, um, you know, people. And then also streamers as well. Like, a lot of my uh, cohorts, I feel like, have yeah. more streamer communities um which you know part of me is like man i want to cultivate that more as well mm -hmm. um and i am a part of those communities but then when it comes to my community it feels like this this crazy hodgepodge of you know more just like viewers on the viewer side but then like just like really talented people in other creative fields which i really love because i love to appreciate all those different types of things. I love like seeing like art that people make and, and music that people make and every community I'm sure has these kinds of people, but um, I just like seeing this hodgepodge of stuff um, and just like, you know, talking about stuff that's cool. Definitely. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like such a diverse space and a creative space and that's cool to see mm -hmm. it from beyond just, you know, like you said, the cohorts and the other fellow streamers, which is, mm -hmm. you know, people that are watching the day to day people hanging out. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, let me ask you one more question here about your community and we'll dip into your life story, uh, life story. I'm sorry. And it's this, you know, as streamers and content creators, we're able to see our impact uh, more often than not into the lives of our community, you know, with kind messages and all that jazz, mm -hmm. people are DMing saying, Hey, you're hilarious. You made my day a little bit brighter. And that's all lovely. You know, it really mm -hmm. brightens up uh, a, a content creator's day to hear and see the direct impact. Um, but very rarely do they get to see their impact on us. And so the question remains, mm. how has your community helped you in a way that they are not aware of? Yeah. Um, this one, you know, it's so weird to get compliments. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy for somebody to tell you and be like, you made my day better. And that's like, it's hard for me to comprehend. Like when I started streaming, like, I kind of make things first and you know, like I'm so great. Like I haven't been streaming as much for the last few months and that's made me really grateful for the people who watch me and like miss talking to them Yeah, because I'm not exactly like the most community oriented streamer. And that's something that, you know, I always like, I, you know, especially recently, like want to get better at and cultivating that. But mm -hmm. you know, I, when I had my subathon last year, uh, some of my mods gathered, like they got letters from so many people who were watching me and I read them out loud and it, it, I couldn't, I couldn't comprehend it for a multitude of reasons. Also because I got a very big rate at the same time. And the, so the, like seven squirrels, like running around in my head, like trying to figure out what to do. But I didn't think that I could do this and like have an impact on anybody like that had never really comprehended like i had never comprehended that and you know but there that is 
cool to me and mm. hard for me to process a lot of the time. It's like, you know, cause it kind of like puts chinks in the armor. It's like, yeah, what? Like <laughs> you have felt because I have, uh, impersonated a bear in the woods like what um um and that is really cool and you know i kind of create the things i want first and then put them out in the world but to see people really get something out of them is cool and it is motivating and it has helped me when I have lost the drive to make things to keep making them. It was like, mm -hmm. I was taking a huge break from, mm. from streaming and I was kind of frustrated creatively and all this stuff from like a lot of the past few months. And only recently I've really started to come back more. And I started thinking like some people were saying that they were like having really rough times. And I was like, I got to go live. Like, not like I'm a superhero. Like I got to save their day. But you know, it was like, people did miss the streams. Yeah. And I was like, I can provide, you know, something really stupid um, that makes people, you know, you know, enjoy things. And, you know, you know, the ideas come first, but then to like have that as like an element of things is really cool. So they kind of shocked me in that that was, you know, it was like a way to believe in what I do in a different way, I guess. And it's wow. not, you know, I'm not trying to save the world. I'm not trying to, you know necessarily do that outright but yeah. you know then i have learned about all of that as a you know as a result if that makes sense yeah no exactly exactly yeah. i think that that's such a beautiful thing when you recognize oh there is uh, a void and uh whether it be in content or in someone's day or whatever it may be and it's that call to action i mean you you mentioned earlier that you mean you took the show on the road you you try to go live even while you're working and again mm -hmm. I, I, I always bring it back to the passion of the game, the passion of content creation, you know, toss out the viewership, toss out whatever and recognize, I just love this space and I mm -hmm. love what I do and I'm proud of it. And I, mm -hmm. I hear it in your voice and it, it comes through with your community, recognizing that when you do take those breaks and, and, you know, of course it's, it's living in that silent negativity. They don't, they're not aware of that at that moment. Um, and just kind of, recognizing okay actually it's bigger than that it's bigger than the metrics it's 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 an impact you're you're directly influencing someone's life that's so cool that's uh that's that's an awesome way to to approach content i think in my opinion a healthier one uh than most here on on this platform you know it's so easy mm -hmm. to get lost in the rat race and uh you know trying to figure out a way to balance this because again it in my opinion, when I look at a content creation, I think of it as a passion project before it can become a, you know, vocation or job. Mm -hmm. and so that's how I, my, again, my opinion kind of sifts out people too. Because if you're looking at it from one aspect, then you, you're not willing to show up during those days where it's, you know, it's tough or whatever it may be. And you're getting discouraged by the numbers purely. Then you're starting, you're, the prerogative a little bit changes there. But I appreciate mm -hmm. that, Barry. That's beautiful. That was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like that, that's the first part of the show. That's done. All right. Yeah! It's, you're killing it, Barry. You're killing it. Uh, I have fun. I have about two bathroom breaks installed here. All right. Do you need to use the restroom at all? Get anything to drink or eat? Yeah. Yeah. I go. I go grab something real quick. Go ahead. You're the first one, and we'll switch off places. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. And all those of you watching live here on Twitch, again, exclamation mark Q in the chat. If you have any questions 
uh, comments, words of affirmation for Barry. We'll be talking about that after the life story. So hang in there. A lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff. This is fascinating. I've always actually wondered, too, what happens to the to the Barry face once he takes off the thing. And it's good to know that he just kind of hangs there. What if he's just right here? What if he's still here just listening? And this is the kind of... <laughs> What if this is just the in-waiting, waiting phase? Hmm, notes. Hmm, I've been writing. I write stuff. It's kind of my little, my little journal. My little dear diary. Always watching, guys. Always watching. Uh, guys, if there is one thing you could do for me, when you do write the question, I'm curious. Is there something that I'm missing? All right? Is there some inside joke, some inside uh, information you have on Barry that we can ask. All right. I would love to hear more of that. But again, thank you so much for being here. Nandra, I acknowledge that. All right. Moms, I would never have done an impersonation of you yelling at me stuck in cloud. Cloud, man. He's a bear. What do you mean? Cloud. You are in heat. Um, ask him about. Can you write that down for me so I remember? We the grandma? We the grandma. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I loved it. I love this. It's it's such a different energy, kind of. Uh, this is the first ever VR streamer I've ever interviewed. And so it's so cool, kind of just, because I'm watching the screen directly and seeing the reactions to it makes it a lot easier. One of the, of the hardest things when you have a stagnant photo and interviewing someone is just like, there's no, there's nothing. But then seeing this and just moving around even, he doesn't have to press a button. It's so cool. Barry, you back with us? I'm back with you. All right, Barry. The chat is yours. I'll be back in just one minute's time, all right? Okay, sounds good. Go ahead. I'll see you then. Hello, chat. It's me, your dad. Now, that's right. Wait, that wait. The lore for this is mom's channel. I would have said that anyway, but now if that that means I'm dad, then this is this is uh, interesting. VR streamers versus yeah, it varies with VTubers. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We'll let we'll we'll let him say it. We'll let him say it. Hi, <laughs> Brooke. Hi, Nan. Hi, Pixel. Hi, Tom. What's up, everybody? I have your dad's never speak of dads. That's so true. Yeah. Well, this podcast has not talked enough about your ability to have my dad's phone number and not, and, and hold on to it for this long. Hi everyone. How's the podcast? I've uh, got a beer. I got another one, but it's like super strong. How that's 6.9. Jesus. <laughs> I don't mention it very often. I feel like that's something like a, that's bio worthy. You do have a video of my dad calling you a fucking idiot. That was the best. Bud Platinum? No, I bought new I bought other stuff. I do have one Bud Platinum in there, but I bought um we're going to say it's in reality it's a beer made of beans, but um uh it's beans, but in in, in fake time it's a blueberry cider and it's super good. <clears throat> it's cider, not beer. It's a can. It's a can, okay? It's a can of alcohol something it's beans though it's actually beans it's actually beans <clears throat> what he didn't tell you is that the stream key is mine and i will be taking over the mom's the host channel with my little hacker computer we're gonna find every chink in the armor oh she's coming back she's coming back, she's coming back. what is what did i no oh oh <laughs> what mom man? you're back <laughs> what oh, the hell was wow. that I don't, I don't know. Something was wrong with the this stream. Is, it's fine. Yeah. What, this is a hot and bother shoe. <laughs> I was just, ah, oh man. 
This is some sort of prize. This is a different. I understand that my banner may look in orange. It's a different orange website. That kind of stuff. Oh, look at this. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's free. That one's on the house. That one's on the house. Uh Yeah, very good. (laughs) Well, uh, Barry, we're going to go into the heart of the show. And that is the creator's life story. Okay. Now, before I do, I like to tell everyone that's watching live here on Twitch in the future on YouTube or listening on Spotify this. All right. Any individual that's willing to share their life story, especially here live and to a complete stranger, uh, should be honored and respected. This is not a place of judgment. This is not an interrogation. This is a conversation, man. I'm just here to hang out and learn about you. Now, because of the nature of my job, I'm going to be asking you questions and I'm going to ask you follow up questions. Uh, And if you ever feel uncomfortable, if you ever don't want to answer it or feel like it's too personal, uh, feel free to give me a non-answer, a vague answer. Tell me to move on. I have no problem with that. And we will just carry on forward. All right, Barry? Sure. Sure, sure. You are in complete control. I say this all the time, man. I work for the guests first, the audience second. Uh, (laughs) Complete control. I am in control. (laughs) 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 How many iterations of faces do you have for this, Barry? I mean, I mean, really, it's just these eyes, these eyes, these eyes, this mouth, and this face, and then after that, it's hats and oh, things like that. It just works. Like it feels like I mean, like you may just press it at random times, but it just feels like a lot. There's just a lot going on, and then the little like facial tweaks that that go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it follows my eyebrows. Like that's me raising my eyebrows. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> let's start off here with your family. And kind of general grown-up stories here, all right? So without doxing yourself, Barry, I'm going to ask you, all right, uh, if you can give us a city-state general location, where were you born and raised? Yeah, so three, four, five, six, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I currently live and was raised in uh, Arkansas. Yeah. Um, I currently live in the, uh, like, like, northwest corner of the state normally i wouldn't even say like where but mm-hmm. um my p.o box has been in that area not that anybody really cares but that's like the the walmart zone walmart and tyson and all these big companies are there so okay. that's that's where i live there but um i was born in another part of the state i don't want to say what that is of course um but uh yeah any uh any siblings yeah so i got an older brother mm-hmm. um and i got a younger sister um and yeah, my brother turned 30 last year. Nice. My sister just recently turned 25. Awesome. So you are smack dab in the middle. Mm-hmm. Tell me, all right, what is the dynamics between you and your siblings, especially uh, being the, the middle child there? Yeah. So every day, my brother calls me in the morning and says, what up, twerp? No. Um, <laughs> it's really good. So we all live in different places. So my sister lives... Uh, where I'm from originally with her husband and mm-hmm. then my brother and his wife, they live in DC. Um, I actually just got back from going to go visit them. And that was really fun. Mm. Um, but it's good. Like, you know, we don't talk, I guess, you know, I feel like I talk to each of them on the phone, like at least once every two weeks, but mm-hmm. you know, just today, my sister, like, honestly, the connective tissue now for us more than anything is that like my brother is getting back into playing video games. Oh, my sister kind of too. And so, like for a while, I didn't play video games, and for a while, my brother didn't play video games at different parts of our lives. Yeah. But you know, recently, that's something that we've talked about and um, connected on. And but we all have a really good relationship with each other um, mm-hmm. uh, overall, you know. And and we have fun. You know, I got the best text ever today. My sister just cold texted me. She was like, 
is Half-Life good? Should I play it? I was like, oh God, I get to. And then I left her a two minute voice memo about why she should play Half-Life. So <laughs> that's how you excited know. you are. You couldn't even put it into words. You had to say I it. was like, I was like, I need to explain this. This is a 20 year old game, but you can do it. Mm hmm. Oh no, yeah. that's exciting! That's so exciting. She's getting into that too. <laughs> uh, uh, I think maybe I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, we'll hopefully, hopefully, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Well, you know, we don't want to. We don't get too excited about it, all right? Yeah. Too yeah. Much there. So then, tell me this, all right? Uh, what was kind of the general consensus when you uh, uh, told your family about like, hey, I'm going into streaming and content creation? Oh, I mean, as far as streaming in general, I don't know. I think I kept it to myself for a while. Mm. Um. In general, like, I think that was part of me making it too, was kind of like, I just want this to be my thing and this is a new thing. Yeah. And so I'm going to kind of keep it to myself. Um, but I eventually told them, I mean, I don't think they would have thought anything crazy because like, I just have done this stuff my whole life. Like, this is by far the weirdest thing I've ever done, but that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I literally, when I was seven, I was um, pushing the stop and start record button on a camcorder to make stop motion. And then when I was 12, I learned how to do it on the computer. And then when I was in middle school and high school, I was trying to be the Lonely Island. So I was making sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. And then I went to film school and now I'm streaming. So like it wouldn't have surprised anyone where it's like, oh, cool. He's like doing a thing. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, my parents, you know, like they don't get it. Not in a like not supportive kind of way, but like Twitch is like crazy complicated. Like when you go to Twitch and especially yeah. now. Like Twitch, you go to Twitch for the first time, like bits chat. Why is ev why is everybody posting a little man passing a burrito? Like what is happening? <laughs> you know, who is the talking blue thing? Why is George Washington telling me to fuck off? And so, you know, like those types of they're supportive, but they're just kind of like, yeah, you kind of do that. Do that. You know, yeah. they're, uh, but in a, yeah, in a very loving way. So. Um, I don't think it surprised anybody. <laughs> but it, I mean, like you said, yeah, from an early age, there was kind of indication that you were always mm. going into this space, whether it be specifically content creation or editing or or somewhere in that sphere. I mean, you mentioned the YouTube mm. story at the very beginning uh, between mm -hmm. you and your ma. Uh, mm -hmm. Speaking about your ma, tell me about tell me about your parents. What's your relationship like with your parents growing up and today? Yeah, it's good. Um, Man, yeah, how do how 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 deep do I go on this? Um, I mean, my relationship with my parents is good, you know. They're they're hanging out, they're hanging out at their house with the dog. Mm -hmm. Sally is any you know, buddy who follows me might know. They have their corgi that I you know, it's really easy to get likes on Twitter and you post a picture of a dog. So I post a picture of my parents' dog, but also she's a great dog, so it's it helps. But um, yeah, they're hanging out with their dog, they're good. We we talk pretty often. Um mm -hmm. You know, I don't go to, you know, I haven't seen him in a while, but, you know, we, we talk fairly freely, um, you know, growing up, um, I don't know what to say. I, it's weird. So I don't know if this is just me as a person or like as a middle kid or however all that psychology works. I don't know. But like, I don't remember a lot of like about my parents as a child, or mm. at least maybe it's like buried and not necessarily in a bad way. But like if there were like difficult times or things like that, my brother and my sister remember way more than I do. And I just remember because probably what I was doing was just focused on making a thing or like playing a game mm -hmm. and I, I, maybe not even in like an avoidant kind of way, just like doing a thing. Like yeah. I just feel like I've always kind of been like that. And so, you know, there were certainly hard times growing up too. Um, you know, mental health is a big part of my family. So like people have disorders and things like that and it's extended family too and so there's certainly like a lot of those things have colored my childhood but in a 
like it's also an open discussion too. So mm. it's not like you're sick and you you're something's wrong with you. No, it's like, Hey, you should like, like I'm dealing with this and I'm going to a psychiatrist or I'm going to a therapist or, you know, now you're dealing with this, you're growing up, you know, we should, you know, try out meds and see what works and, yeah. and things like that. So, but you know, you're dealing with people and you're dealing with, you know, mental illness and that can, you know, so there's certainly like, you know, times when people were, you know, erratic or whatever. Um, that makes it sound so like, bad um, not at but, all i mean the um, discussion of yeah. mental health in my opinion especially you know we're both 28 uh mm. was so taboo it's so taboo back then in the the early 2000s you talk about a therapist they would toss it out the window and be like you're crazy that's only for crazy people but it's not at all the case uh and 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 so i think there was a yeah. huge misunderstanding and education that was necessary and this conversation we're having now that's what i look at in like future generations and i'm just proud of it where it's like oh hell yeah like let's talk about mm -hmm. the medication let's talk about how we're doing uh and like heaven yeah. forbid we talk about the stigma of men and mental health you know it's just mm -hmm. you know all the, i don't want to do that here on women's appreciation month but you know it is what it is there that's what I, <laughs> that's what i mean in there um i mean what's that my mom is just like a i mean you know like my mom is like a superhero around it and you know she's mm. like she was kind of ahead of, you know, her whole family, probably still wow. um, in a sense. But, you know, she's like, you know, it's just like, you know, your brain's like a muscle, you know, and, or Definitely. like whatever, like take some ibuprofen that helps ease things out or like, you know, this, you know, can help with this, you know, like, you know, just just good conversations around that. So, like, that's something we talk about. It's not an issue, you know, yeah. or any of that. I love that. I love that a ton. And it sounds like, you know, mentioning the memories part too, it sounds like you were a very independent individual. You were doing your own thing, diving into your passions, and everyone was kind of just keeping to themselves at that time uh, of your life. Uh, tell mm -hmm. me this, all right? It's, uh, it's story time right now, Barry. It's story time, okay? All right. I want you to give us a story from each of your parents, all right? Something that they've taught you in life, whether that be uh, verbally or through a lesson or maybe through living it as an example or whatever it may be, give us a lesson that each of your parents have taught you that you still apply to your personal life to this very day. Oh, man, that wasn't on the sheet. I have no idea. Oh, this is freestyle. <laughs> this part of the show oh, is free. People shit. don't recognize this is just pure. I don't have any oh, question dude, sheet. Dude, I need a second. I don't know. Yeah. And that's bad, but I don't know. Um, fuck. Fuck. I don't know. My parents have just, they're just really good about, you know, enabling me to do what I want to do and just being very supportive. That's a general wow. story as far as like, you know, yeah. and so at, like, since I was like a baby, they were like, oh, cool. He like is creative. And so they've just always been very supportive. That's not a specific story, but that's you know, that's just kind of a general thing. I will tell one story about my mom. Sorry, mom. Um, there was one time where I was sitting on the couch and I was like, I don't know how old I was. I was like 10, maybe I'm not sure. And I don't know how it came upon this, but my mom was probably really stressed out about something like money or something like that. And she, she walks up and she's like, you know, we're not going to be able to pay for college. So you're going to have to figure it out on your own or something like that. Mm. And I was just like, <laughs> I, I, I got scared. I was like, mom, I want to stay here forever. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. But the general, you know, and she would probably hear that and be like, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, she was just having a bad day. Yeah. So sorry, mom. Um, yeah. But um, the general 
vibe though oftentimes was like we're not going to be able to get you to college like you guys got to do it Mm. um you guys got to do good in school or like you don't get to go yeah and so we did um we did do good at school and i think you know we grew up in a good house and we just you know like school was not too hard for me or my brother especially not my brother um shout out phd student um (laughs) but um but you know that certainly was a motivator where it was like it was kind of this or i'll be in debt for you know a long time so that's a general thing no i think Uh, that's besides yeah it it sounds like we got two stories from that you know we got the point of like embracing the creative side which again is something that mm-hmm. i don't hear too often i've done this 134 mm-hmm. times and a lot of times it comes down to two factors one it's either the you know the creators making a shit ton of money that they're able to show their parents like dead to rights hey this is worth my time mm-hmm. or they flat out are against it i've i've mm-hmm. i found very That's weird crazy it's wild it's wild that but to hear from me away yeah, yeah. Hear, hearing from your side you know that like hey we know that our kids um creative and like let's let him go down this journey and see what uh, you know comes of it is such a cool and and healthy again i I don't know it's Mm. something about being the 90s kids like part of me just like when when you talk about the arts or you talk about creative spaces something outside of the tradition nine to five something about me was like oh yikes they're gonna you know i'm gonna be judged or i'm gonna be yelled at i'm gonna be critiqued um yeah but i i love that that your parents it sounds like they led with love and and they're like and understanding that absolutely and yeah even with that one you know the one off of saying hey you know we (laughs) we don't know what's gonna happen with the finances i think that's also an honest conversation you know she was stressed yeah it's okay definitely is it we've all had that there uh I want to do one more story time. I forgot. To, I, I I guess I failed to tell you this. This part of the show, Barry, this is just conversation. I've 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 done this. No, so many I know. Times. I just didn't see like the like maybe I just missed it. Like no, I didn't you... come so prepared. I like took notes for stuff because I wanted to. <laughs> I feel like I'm bad about remembering. I still have good memories, so I was like, I need to remember my mm-hmm. life. Like, what have I done at all? And then I just don't remember seeing that one. I was like, lessons from my parents. Oh, this is just disarming. Oh, no. No, this yeah. is freestyle, was, Barry. Yeah. You're not, you yeah, didn't yeah. miss any notes. I don't think that was, yeah. All you right. didn't miss yeah. any notes. I don't even have the questions <laughs> pulled up. I could share my screen. You could see there's no, this he, is all just. How does he do it? No. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> this is my trick up my sleeve there. But uh, mm. let's do one more story time. I, I'm a big believer. Yeah. You know, I don't consider myself a content creator or, or a streamer. Like I, I look at all of you guys, like my muses is, is all the guests I've had on here. And I'm inspired. Yeah, like I throw out viewership or clout or whatever out the window. I want to know what you create. And so seeing mm. people come on here that are able to inspire a crowd or do something so niche and different that it's so hard to replicate, that inspires me. That's the reason why I sit here and talk, all right? I'm, uh, I consider myself someone who captures and creates moments and memories. That's what I've told time and time again, all right? That's mm. what I believe of myself. That's why I do what I do uh, for the past two years now, all right? And so we're going to do one right here right now because... Whether it's a year, five years, or 10 years, you can come back to this VOD and revisit who you were at this moment. And some of the mm. stories you may have forgotten uh, even. And, and I think that's the beauty of interviews and the internet and all that in general. Uh, but you know, Father Time's undefeated. You know, we're, we're going throughout life. We're moving forward. And it's, you know, it's already almost April. That's wild to me. Ah! 
Yeah, it's insane, dude. It, it, there's no pumping the brakes after like 21 or 25. It only gets faster, man. Only it only faster. gets faster. You know, we're not that old at 28, exactly. but also it's like 30 is on the horizon. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm oh, excited, God. but, you know, I think I'm telling yeah. myself to be excited just to get the anxiety in my head. But, uh -huh. Barry, I'm going to ask you this. What is something your family, all of them, should always know about you? What's something you want to crystallize? here tonight, uh, no matter where you all go in life. What's something I want them to know about me? Yeah, or remember about you. Remember about me. I mean, I guess not something that, uh, hmm. I mean, that I love them, you know? <laughs> no, not a lot of people like, say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, is that, you know, I mean, that I love them a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess not anything. If it's something like about me, just like concerning me, I don't know. Just probably not anything they don't already know. It's just that I love making stuff. Um, and that's like, you know, I'm not good at a lot of things in life, but that is the thing that I am good at. And I'm going to do that no matter what. And, you know, thanks for being supportive. and just kind of letting me be weird so yeah I think that's beautiful i think that's yeah. necessary to, even to hear too you know i we have the corniness of the i love you's but the recognition that hey you know you did actually a really good job in in raising me and and giving me that mm -hmm. that that support Absolutely. i think is huge and i don't think it's something that's said enough too you know we hide behind our normalities in life and mm -hmm. and all that but that was that was beautifully done barry i appreciate that i appreciate mm -hmm. that you know, we talked about everyone in your family, but now I want to talk about you, Barry. All right. Tell me who, what young Barry was like during those preteen to teenage years growing up. Man. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the territory where it's like I haven't really talked about, you know, a lot of this on my stream. Like I've certainly touched on a lot of topics we talked about already, but this is kind of I mean, I know that that's kind of the point, but I'm like, oh, man, man, young Barry was very religious <laughs> yeah um yeah so i used to be very involved in church and very involved in those you know communities and um you know hanging out with friends through youth group and things like that but also like making stuff you know just same i feel like i'm beating a dead horse here but it's like you know i always wanted to i mean i loved video games and i loved you know you know Play, watching my brother play games and like hang out and, and seeing him, you know, do that. You know, I mean, that's how let's plays exist because younger brothers watched older brothers play video games and yeah. then they understood it later. Like that's the best <laughs> analogy. Like, were you ever a younger sibling? And then you watched your brother beat a thing that you couldn't, you know? So like we loved playing video games, sitting around. And then, you know, my mom was on the other side who would periodically, I didn't realize this, but it was one week out of every month, at least for a period of time would ground us from all electronics. And that was how I started like picking up cameras and stuff. But like, you know, from seven and on, it was like, my friends would be like, Hey, you know, I would be like, Hey, do you want to make a thing? Like I had a best friend growing up and we would, you know, get together and play with, you know, action figures or whatever. And then we would, you know, film videos or like play video games and we'd film videos. And, um, and that's, that's that's what I did, you know, and I loved hanging out with my friends, but you know, mainly what I remember is, is those things. And I have those things as memories too, um, you mm -hmm. know, and then 
all the time that I spent with my family, you know, at church and youth group and eating, you know, $5 little Caesars pizza stack by stack by stack inside of the youth, you know, room, um, (laughs) you know, as they would do, you know, blaring Lecrae, things like that. Um, (laughs) Oh, I know all the artists. Don't worry. I know. You're hitting me in the fields. Um, Yeah, I got you. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know all the artists. I can, I can tell you about them. Um, but, um, yeah, that was me for sure. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned a lot of creativity. I know we've, we've harped a lot on it, but I do, I, I, you know, I didn't even ask the most obvious thing, you know, when, when you started off, whether it be the stop motions or the editing or even just the general interest in, in creating, what is the, what, what's the sense that you get when you create something? What, what is that feeling you get when you, you, you are just tinkering away, you know, meticulously, especially with stop motion, you know, getting a mm-hmm. camcorder every second and then moving it a little bit by a little bit what is that feeling that you get when creating content essentially i just want my silly ideas to exist i just think something is funny sometimes i think a thing is funny because people will go what is this and why like why is it and i just I just make myself laugh. And so I just want that thing to be out there. So like some of my weirdest ideas are probably somewhere buried in the voice memos of my phone at like three in the morning and me like laughing at something that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And some of them make it out. Um, Like the most recent or one of the most recent videos I made is like a video called who is science. And it's just like me pretending that Bill Nye is the concept of science and then describing his story up until the point where he trended on Twitter because he said fuck once. And like, I have a voice memo of me coming up with that idea in real time and just making myself laugh at the idea. And so at least now that's a lot of it as a kid, like, but now as an adult, there's a lot of stress involved, like deadlines or like procrastinating or things like that, that I deal with. And I'll never forget, like when I was a little bit older, like a teenager or or something like that, like my mom was talking to me and she was like, man, you were, when you were a little bit younger, like, you know, none of this was an issue. Like you just kind of made stuff and didn't worry about deadlines or like the pressure of making it or any of these kind of things. And so sometimes I think on that and think, man, how do I like get back to that spot where I just didn't <laughs> worry about it? Cause like stop, mo- like stop motion. Like that's, that's insane. Yeah. Like, anybody does that at all. And like, you know, I, you know, I think it would have been great to still cultivate that skill, you know, like. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. You get into building armatures and all this crazy stuff that, you know, I never I never got into. But, um, you know, I, I think it's just it's it's like it's for me yeah. in a way, you know, it's that I just I see a thing. I think it's unique and I think it's cool and it's different. And I want to make a thing. I like to make things that are different. And mm-hmm. and I'm and I said that earlier, but that's kind of just how I operate where I just see things happening in the world in whatever way jokes people are telling or things people are doing. And other people would call this a contrarian or in 2013, you might've called it a hipster. If you're going to say these horrible, awful words, and I can't necessarily (laughs) deny those, but that's just like, I just see a thing and I want to put a twist on it. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think that's part of it. It's like, I want to make something that's different and that I find funny and put it out there and see, see what people say. So, Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. I don't know. I've been saying that tonight, but it, it, there's something about sitting here talking to you about content that's so it's refreshing. It's different, you know. I'll I'll see a lot of iterations of the top streamers and content creators, and then mm-hmm. you know they're not necessarily putting a twist on the content. They're just adding their own personality 
which I guess is the difference maker in it. But to see someone so bold in what they do and so different, that is, that's a breath of fresh air. That is something that, I mean, you know, again, we, you talk about the, the numbers and discouragement, but again, like, this is so necessary. Your presence is so necessary here because of that. It's like, yeah, be bold, be different. Don't, you know, lean into it. Uh, don't talk about metas. Let's, let's, let's see what, what real, you know, variety content looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Hot word. Hot word there. Yeah. Loaded word, good word, all of it. Yeah. Amen. Let's, uh, let's move on here. All right. Let's move on here. We talked about uh, your family and a little bit about yourself. Let's get into... <laughs> I need a better word for this, but let's get into your education. Let's talk about your, your high school uh-huh. stories and beyond there, if those apply, all right? So with this section here, all right, I'm sure you're familiar with all the stereotypes. You got the jocks, the nerds, the, the, the stoners, the emotes. Uh, emotes, oh my gosh, I've been on this platform. The emo, the pepegas, let's go. <laughs> you know, the emo table. Ah, those ones mm-hmm. always bullied me uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. tell me this, all right? In the spectrum of stereotypes in high school, uh, which one did you, do you feel you were in and why? <laughs> I was half half less rich prep kid, half Evo kid. What? Wait, what? Half rich <laughs> okay, prep kid right, okay. and half emo kid. Can okay. you describe that to like, me? At, at my school, there were like two layers of prep kids. There was like the super cool prep kids who were like the hardcore partiers. Okay. And also like cool enough to where it was like they would probably be mean to you and then there was like a step down and these people were friends with those people but then friends with people below that too who were like probably the more like youth group prep kids or whatever ah. and i had a lot of friends there yeah and then when i was in a junior and a senior i also was really into music and so i was hanging out with some of the the like emo kids and like hardcore uh local music scene kids so like talking about like being different or wanting to be different a part of that manifests in my life and that like, I just hop around between people a lot, like just groups of people. Like I kind of spend a little time here and I spend a little time there and I, and I just kind of, you know, I jump around. And and so those were kind of the main groups that I found myself in when I was like, you know, in middle school, I was like a dork, but I feel like most people were. <laughs> yeah, no, completely. There's no, I, I, I don't know if identity is the word, but yeah, I think everyone is kind of default dork and then figured stuff out <laughs> or try to try to out flavors there. That's fascinating. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. I've never heard that one before. Uh, I have to ask the layups, of course, since we're in high school. What was the subject that you you looked forward to the most or thrived in? Uh, home. <laughs> Just going home. <laughs> yeah, going home. Lunch. Uh, any of that. I did really well in school, but I hated it. Hmm. Like, just hated it. Like, school is not too bad, but I just like don't didn't you know i just didn't i just didn't like it like, what was so bad about it like why why did you not you couldn't find any joy in it i don't know i just i just wanted to i just wanted to do my stuff i wanted to go i wanted yeah. to like film a video or i wanted to play games or hang out with my friends i just didn't i didn't want to work yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to not be there uh you know which in a sense sucks but also i did well i guess so sure you know i mean i was good i was the best at at least numbers wise with like standardized tests and whatever. I was best at math. Um, but I did pretty well at everything. You, you are the guy. Oh my gosh, Barry, you're not, now I'm getting flustered. Cause you are the guy that we're both doing a math test 
and you're like, oh, I didn't study or like, oh, man, that was really hard. What you get for number three? And I'm like, oh, eight. And he's like, oh, I got 153. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Well, <laughs> well, I did study, but I would cram. Mm, okay. Even worse. Yeah. This good old hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not like well, I wasn't I wasn't uh I wasn't valedictorian, but I was I was up there. Uh yeah. <laughs> but uh no, I mean, you know, it started a beautiful cramming habit which has followed me to this day. So, like it you know, now it sucks. So, anybody mm -hmm. who like you know, I can't speak for people, but at least this is what I've heard or makes sense is like, you know, other people like whose school was a little harder for, they like learned skills, you know, to deal with that. And mm. I did not. So now I'm, you know, at the age that I am and I'm like, is there a way that I can not put this off? <laughs> you know, so like I did well, but, you know, there were many nights it would just be like the night before history test. And I would like literally I would be in my room pacing for five hours, like reciting the notes until I could just recite them one time. I go the, I'd go the next day. I'd take the test. I would uh, do as everybody else did, which is if we didn't have the history test the first period, then everybody would tell each other what the essay prompt was so that we could study more before class. And I would take it and I would get a good grade and I would forget it all. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. That's so, hey, that's Let's really go! cool, dude. <laughs> Must be awesome. Uh, it was. <laughs> I, yeah, that sounds fucking sick. Uh, how about in terms of going beyond, <laughs> going beyond uh, what you, you did in class, how about co-curriculars? You do any clubs or, or any sports? Yeah, uh, I tried a bunch of random sports, but I was bad at them all. and just didn't want to, like, I just, you know, I didn't want to do it. I ended up sticking with, well, I did band. Mm -hmm. I played saxophone. And I just didn't, like, I was, uh, I my, like, base level, like, skill, like, as a music person was good, but I just didn't practice, so I never got that good. Um. And then cross country was kind of the same, but I'm like, I'm like as an athletic per I'm, I can do athletic things, but I'm not a coordinated athletic person. So like running was good because it was kind of just like a thing that kept me active and it's probably like helped my body in the, my sedentary time since, mm -hmm. you know, so like I haven't exercised regularly in a long time, but like I could still do, you know, generally strenuous things like hiking and like, you know, other stuff like that. But um, I did band and and cross country, and that's basically it. You put down that sax for good. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's gone. Man. I could tell you what I could tell you what some of the notes are. <laughs> that saxophone <laughs> was old, man. I just didn't take care of it. That thing is, uh, it's, yeah, part. it's probably it's probably nasty. It's probably will blow out a ball of asbestos if you picked it up. It, you know, would there be any uh, chance of bringing that on stream? Bringing that into being a part of you know. Somehow, if you were able to get your hands on a sax, you'd be able to 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 shoot still. Um, I could play you a G scale probably, okay. or come close. Okay. I can remember five notes offhand. I could remember more, and like, I could I could if I picked up a saxophone and you like gave me a day or two, yeah, and they were like, learn this song that's like not generally too hard, like you know, play this melody from a pop song. I could probably do it. Ooh, man, but. I'm also, saxophones are expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, there's no way this could be a part of the stream, but unless there was some sort of huge donation that was specifically for it, <laughs> but like, which is such a niche thing. To, to, yeah, to, do not do that, please. Don't make me do that. <laughs> who knows? Uh, but still, that's so cool. I'm, je I'm so jealous. That's so sick. Um, <laughs> it's, it's story time once again. I love stories. I love stories. And mm -hmm. they're good. 
I want you to give us one story during your high school career, all right? It could be a good one, something that you look back fondly upon, saying, damn, those were the good days, this was something I was really proud of, or this is just such a fun moment. Or maybe it was a, a story of a, a difficulty, a challenge, a tribulation, whatever it may be, that affected your life in a way that kind of developed who you are today. Can you give us one of those stories, Barry? Yeah, I think I can do a funny one. Please. Um, let's see, which one do I want to do? Man, moms, my memory's so bad, dude. Like, <laughs> holy shit! This is all improv, man. This is this is my the... god. I skipped looking at this. Like when you like list the questions, I was like, I'll come up with that later. There's so no like, questions oh, if you look on the list. No, it literally just no. Says, it does. It says high school stories. Yeah, it, it does. just says high school stories. Yeah, that's what this is. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I'll tell this one. This one's so stupid. Um. Okay. So, I was at a buddy's house. This is like early high school, I think. So we're like 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. And there were like juvenile pranks that people would play on each other, like, you know, TPing somebody's house. And one thing that some people would do is fork somebody's yard. So they get a bunch of plastic forks. And they would just shove them in somebody's front lawn. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you'd make somebody have to pick them up before they went to school. And me and all my buddies were at his, like his house, like watching a movie or something. And we're like, hey, let's, we'll just call her Ashley. Let's, we, we should fork Ashley's yard. Like, hey, Ashley, are you home? She's like, yeah, or something. I don't remember what she said. And yeah. Anyway, so me and my group of friends, it was so fun because like we all lived across town from each other, but that didn't stop us like before we had cars from like riding bikes all around town between each other's houses. You know, like, right before we turned 16, we were like, yeah, we'll still ride our bikes. It's like, fuck, no, you won't. You'll drive a car, like whatever. <laughs> but, you know, this is like before that time, I think. And my, my friends like I live in like suburbs and stuff and have like ripsticks and unicycles and whatever people like that have, you know, but with the golf course behind their house, I didn't have any of that, but they had all that. Um, and so we let God on bikes and like ripsticks and we're riding from one lane, like a one road subdivision and then across the street to another, like we have to go out and then turn right on like near like a busier road and then go down another street to go to yeah. the house. And it's like kind of nighttime, but we get there and <laughs> And we're starting to get super nervous because all the street lights are on, like super bright, just on the whole road. <laughs> we're just like, oh man, the whole neighborhood is gonna see us do this, like right now, like it just <laughs> in the like basically broad daylight. And like we get to her house, and we're just like, all right, let's just do this really quickly and leave. And yeah. so we pull out all these plastic forks, and it's like one of these copy paste fucking uh um suburbs with copy paste houses and 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 lawns that are yeah. all like sawed and so all the forks break in contact with the front yard and so <laughs> she's like in the house and like somebody's <laughs> lights turn on and we like throw the forks all across the yard and just like start riding back and two of my friends are on ripstick so if you don't know how those things go so they're like shaking their legs like whoa, 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 like trying to go as fast as they can down the street like oh and then just <laughs> and and then we make it back and she like sends a text or something that's like did you guys do something? I don't remember if she like found out then or found, no, she found it in the morning, I think, because she like sent a text and was like, I had to clean that up before I went to school. And we were like, ha ha ha, ha ha, gotcha, ha. You know? <laughs> that, um, that's, that's just general littering. That's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some might call it that. Some may call it, you know, 
the best uh, prank else. ever. The yeah, best, for- the coolest prank of all time. I remember yeah. those days too, man. The Forgy was huge. That plank and all yeah. that jazz. So that's why. Yeah, I- it was that era of time for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so funny to know that none of them stuck. So you have like half broken <clears throat> fucking forks around. The, the, the tridentness isn't there. And just Ashley, who, <laughs> who you called, you, you, part of the prank is they know nothing. You called mm-hmm. them, hey, you home? I got a, yeah, you got a yeah. delivery for you. <laughs> uh, I have, have one more small one. Go like, ahead. You know, I didn't like go crazy in high school like some people did. So all my stories are kind of. You know, I don't know. They're just like goofy little things. But one time mm. we had like, I think this was my junior year of high school. We had spirit week. And there was one day where it was dressed like an old person. And so <laughs> I, I dressed like an old person. And I, <laughs> wait, should I say this? Uh, what you got? Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, it's funny. So I could, uh, not me, but let's say, you know, this is all hypothetical, but let's say I could grow a beard in high school. Okay. And um, I, I dyed it like white, but it really just looked like I had a bunch of coke on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but that's what old people so, do. So it's like- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I was in marching band and it was the first thing we do during the day. And. So it was either just me or me and one of my buddies and everybody is in marching formation. Like you get in a big, like, you know, you stand at certain distance apart from everybody yeah. and you're in a grid and me and a buddy, <laughs> everybody's already there. And we like lean down like old men and like slowly just like everyone's waiting. And we just walk across the entire field, like agonizingly slow with our hands on our backs. <laughs> and just just milk it going the whole way and we play like every time we play and march we stand up right we do it right and as soon as we stop we just boom and like our backs crack we just fall over just like oh god <laughs> just do that for the whole day just this old man with coke on his face yeah the classic <laughs> the classic coke uh, old man mm-hmm. outfit for spirit week it's you, mm-hmm. you see it all the time back in the day Ooh. Okay, I know you want to move on, but I do have one more. Go ahead. <laughs> this go actually ahead. One is more, probably one more. A, this relates to Barry Bebop in a in a way. Hmm. So I think it's always Sonny was big. Yeah. In high school or like early high school. And our friend's older brother had bought he kind of stole the bit for like a video project they made and dressed in an orange suit and called himself Orange Man, Orange Man in mm-hmm. German. And we thought that was so funny. And then when I was in high school, our, our colors were blue. And so later, you know, after his brother has like graduated and stuff, I was like, dude, let's just get blue suits and like wear them to school events. <laughs> so we just, you know, just wore these blue suits around. There was one time where we decided me and one of my buddies to just drive around town in the blue suits and like just do random shit. So we like went to a local like cafe and we brought, went in with a marker board and just like wrote, can we have cheese dip on it? And they gave us cheese dip and then they didn't make us pay for it. <laughs> we were trying to like drink water through straws, but this has like no mouth covering. Like yeah. it's just like covering the entire face. And then we went into Walmart. And we just like, there's no, fil- there's nobody filming. There's no like content or whatever out of this. <laughs> and we like go to Walmart and we start just pointing at blue things and jumping up and down and getting really excited. Oh my God. <laughs> and then a staff member came up and was like, guys, listen, you got to take the masks off. Like you, just, you guys can't do this. And so we like walked out so dejected, like 
Oh, man. I mean, to be fair, that is a scary sight to see, all right? Yeah. If I'm just a regular nine to five or living my life and I just see a bunch of people or a handful, two people, mm. if you may, in blue nah. suits trying to just point at shit and dance, I'd be like, man, I gotta, I can't, <laughs> I don't, the sales aren't that good. I gotta go. I gotta uh, dip. You've been chasing beautiful. that high ever since. You've and, been I'm in, and I'm here. I'm back. Yeah. It took, is that the same blue suit? Time. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, oh I no, I don't say. fit in that anymore. I was going to say, whoa, the, the, <laughs> the lore behind that suit now has so much history behind it. I like it. Um, yeah. I'm going to take you here to your, your final weeks of high school, all right? Final weeks yeah. of high school, uh, people are, are you know signing each other's yearbooks. We'll be friends forever. Uh, you're doing your final exams, uh, cap and gown fittings, and inviting family to your graduation. What was the next step for you outside of high school, Barry? What was the next decision did you make? You go to four-year community college, travel, work, take a break. What was the decision you made and why? Yeah. So I, uh, I, had, I went to a local college. Um, my brother and I were both like, we're going to travel when we go to school. And then the local schools both gave us like scholarships. We were like, we're going to stay right here. And so you know, <laughs> we stayed in, in town. Um, but I did move to the school despite it being literal blocks away from my parents' house. Um, um, <laughs> which was good. Like it yeah. still felt like a new place in a sense. So yeah, I went to a local uh, university and uh, did this like, like uh, whatever liberal arts program thing that they had. And then I did, a, I did films, the film school in that school. And uh, it was great. It was, it was fantastic. I'm so glad that I didn't go to some big school and get in a bunch of debt. Um, I was yeah. super grateful to have really good teachers and like a, you know, a, like a group of people that really cared about making movies and stuff, even in just like a smaller place. What <clears> did you, what did you learn about yourself during that time in your life? Man. I learned a lot. I mean, like as far as, you know, a college experience or any, you know, people are like exposed to a bunch of new ideas. So I was like the program that I was in, we had to like read so much, like, and I don't remember a lot of this, but I do remember like things I was thinking around this time and how it impacted me. Like I was in this super like hard writing program. We were writing like three essays a week and and like reading all this dense stuff, you know, all your like Nietzsche's and mm. Kierkegaard's and whatever. And, and so I was learning a lot about myself through that. And, and I was, you know, this is certainly part of my life too, is that like, how did this, uh, conjoin or not conjoin or, or challenge my like faith at the time, yeah. which was a big part of my life at that time. So I was having all those conversations myself. And then I was also like in a, in a relationship at the time too, going into college and like experiencing these things and like balancing all that. And, um, yeah, you know, I just, you know, learned how to think about the world in new ways, you know, and a lot of that was scary at the time. And then, you know, I also, those were my, were my first experiences of like negative mental health as well. Like mm. I had, I like went on ADHD meds for like the first time in my first semester of school. And, uh, you know, that stuff can be dangerous. So, yeah. um, you know, that put me in a really low spot that was like unnaturally low because ADHD meds can do that. And so I was like in a pretty dangerous place for my first semester of college. So that was kind of, you know, my, uh, you know, I was an intro to philosophy and that was intro to mental health 101. Um, you know. I learned about that. I learned about like security in like my path in life. Like I was super insecure uh, about specifically, I mean about everything, but it's specifically about like um, 
you know, all these other people in the film industry are just working right now. They're going on sets. They're going to these, these accelerated programs. They're going and they're making stuff and they're, and people are going out into Hollywood and being big directors and whatever. And I'm here at, at school and taking all these other classes and like, you know, why am I here and whatever. And, and, uh, for a time I just like doubted like why I was even there or what I was like doing. And, you know, I ended up being really happy with the path that I took in life because I met all these great people. And because some people need, some people don't need like, I mean, you know, I think especially now like college, you don't exactly need it. You know, it yeah. just depends on what you want to do, but like college is more expensive than ever. And, you know, just, you know, the job market is what it is, you know, but there's, there's different ways of going about things and there, and people think differently about life after high school now than mm-hmm. even back then, I would say, uh, but you know, evolving. That's such um, a, that's such a variety. And I, I love that too. You know, they, they, <laughs> they say that college, the old saying college is the best years of your life. I don't know if I would say best. I, I don't like using that word because it means, well, mm-hmm. what happens now, but it's mm-hmm. definitely some of the most influential years of someone's life. If you, if you're able to afford it and go, and experience that. I mean, like you said, Barry, there's so much from your, uh, you know, experiences through your ideas, new philosophies, um, to challenges with, you know, recognizing mental health and 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 all that. Everything in between, uh, insecurities of, you know, the future of where mm-hmm. where not what now what next, you know, or, and mm-hmm. maybe even comparison to to peers, uh, whether they're within you uh, directly as as you know your classmates or, or those that are beyond and you're just trying to think of like ways to get on that 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 stage it's uh it's such a time it's such a time to to look into your life and 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 i don't know it it may not be a place to answer all the questions but it's definitely a place to to acknowledge them as such to be like okay so this is what i'm dealing with now that life is less structured and it's kind of mine now, you know, with high school, grade school, everything was kind of led and, and handheld and said, oh, okay, you know, this is the next step. But in college, it's like, all right, what's your call? Like here, this is you. Yeah. And this is, this is what you get. So this is the rest of your life, dude, get it together now, you know, and nothing's <laughs> oh ever gosh. that simple, but yeah, that's but it's, how it that's feels. Definitely the narrative that's being shared. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's so weird. It's, it's strange. Cause like, Statistically, too, a lot of people that graduate with whatever degree they get is not what they end up in the job force. You know, it's Mm -hmm. but that is something that blew my mind and took me like two years after uh, to recognize after graduating from college. But, you know, it is what it is and no looking back, but moving forward there. Um, Barry, we are going to move on to the third part and final part of the life story. All right. Before we do again. Like I said, I install these bathroom breaks and water breaks and food breaks. Do you need to get anything uh, or go to the restroom before we do? I'm good for now. Okay, you're good. Well, I got a tiny bladder, all right? I also drink right. coffee and water at the same time. That's okay. why I have, I'm have. i double mugging right now. I've got yeah. two mugs with me. You're um, good. I mean, I can go, but if if you're going, you know, so we can. It, well, it, it's the guest first. That's how I always. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go. You know, all right, all right. Hey, we'll, we'll be impressed. Right. Go ahead. Use the restroom. Once you get back, we'll talk about romantic relationships, ladies and gentlemen. Romantic yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Again, uh, all those watching live here on Twitch, exclamation mark Q in the chat if you have anything you'd like to say to, to Barry, uh, whether that be questions, words of affirmations, maybe explain an inside joke uh, within the community there. Let me catch up with the chat here. That would have been some uh, call. I mean, you know, these people. Ah, interesting. 
it's such a toxic attitude. I hope to change. Uh, uh, I hope it changes uh, to the next gen. So true, dude. That's one of those things. I like. I just I, I don't know. I look at, like I look at younger creators. I look at younger students, and um, especially you know from from my experience at least, uh, within a minority uh, headset. You know, a lot of minorities, Filipinos, they will talk about, oh, I'm sending like I'm sacrificing so much. I I came from the Philippines to here to uh, put you through college and education and this and that, like you need to be the top of the top. You need to have a job that, that, you know, maximizes uh, your wealth. And that's such a dangerous mindset because, you know, I, I've talked to so many people, whether they be 18, 17 right now, or people around my age where it's like, they are living a double life where it's like, they know what will get them paid and they're doing a degree that will get them that money but their heart is not into it and they already hate it while studying it, let alone the workforce of it all. Um, and then there's always that argument that they'll tell you, which is you need to learn to love what you hate. And it's like, yikes. Uh, when you take your hat off, your head looks like a pe- Okay. I'm not taking this shit. <laughs> Barry, tag me out. Deal with Nandre mm. and all the rest. Okay. I all will right. be right back. Give me one minute. It's done. Sounds good. Okay, guys. Nah, Andre, that was a good that was a good call. <laughs> What's up, Sony Pancakes? What's up, Sony Pancakes? Beer is not nasty. Beer is a cultivated nasty. You think it's nasty and then you try it and you're like, oh, actually, I like this. If you like coffee, you cannot shit on beer. And if you don't like both, I'm just not gonna listen to you anyway. <laughs> But I don't drink coffee, which I've probably said a bunch. Bad. Get out of here. Acquired taste. Exactly. Exactly. But like mead, Barry is the captain now. Cider. Cider slaps. See, you got to like cider. I like, I am, I drink whatever's provided to me. You know, I hate drunk if they drink coffee. Well, there you go. So you hate cider? What the fuck is wrong with you? Straight edge, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Straight edge was huge. He, straight edge was bigger among the uh, like hardcore music kids when I was in high school. They were like, we're straight edge because that was, you know, big part of the punk scene i believe hardcore scene i don't remember who like came up with that term i like coffee and i hate beer and i'm not sorry i'm not telling you to be sorry i'm just telling you that you're wrong and that's fine like you can be wrong but just know that and that's okay i'm so you i need like a kirby song to be playing in the background how's the podcast it's just everybody's gonna say it's good or bad i don't know i don't care i was a kid, the kid of the punk so i was dressed completely normally i was just halfway normally like i was like oh i'm half prep guy or half whatever but I like dress like that. Like I would wear like a shirt from a local band, but then have like normal ass pants on or whatever. Or it's like I dress like emo, but like not so, so much. Lemon twist. Yeah, exactly. Every time I've tried beer, I regretted it. Well, at least you tried. You know, there you go. I like coffee and hate beer also. Why are there, why, why is this so many? Why are, why are you like this? What is happening? My friends drink malt liquor though. And that's like, that's drinkable, you know? I feel like you got to like at least approach or get near an, 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 uh, uh, an Edward 40 hands, you know, once in your life, but goddamn, because you like Twizzlers, your opinion is unfounded. That's not true. Just because I like Twizzlers doesn't mean that that shit is unfounded. Beer tastes like a frat house basement. You're not wrong, but that's not bad. What I joined in on what's going on here. 
Um, everybody thinks beer is bad. Mm. And I'm trying to tell them that it's not. What? What's your thing with beer? What's your thing? What's your drink? What do I drink? I drink anything. Like, I just I just buy cans that look cool, or I buy Corona, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I don't actually drink that often. Yeah. Um, because beer costs money. Um, but Amen. like, mm-hmm. I'll try most things. Um, you know, like people are like, do you like this cocktail? I'm like, I don't know. I've probably had it once. I usually just go. I'm like, God, I go to the I go to the restaurant and with my friends, and then I'm like, oh, cool, that has like jalapeno in it. Yeah, give me that. I'll try it. I'll be like, that's so good. And then I like won't remember what it was, mm. but. Um, I just, yeah, I just, I like to try a lot of stuff. Um, so I, and I also will drink a thing until I don't like it anymore. And then I can't have it for like, <laughs> you know, six months. So like I was really into whiskey for a while and like mm-hmm. now it kind of tastes like a bad party. So I don't drink it very much. No. Fair you play, know? fair <laughs> play. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Once you kind of just over, is it oversensitized? No. Overindulge, mm-hmm. I guess would be the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, you know, yeah. until, until maybe next time the craving comes back. I think mine yeah. is always just gin, and I think it's just because it's sneaky. Like you can't smell uh-huh. it too much, I which is a terrible that. reason. <laughs> I mean, you, you that's know, actually a cry like, for help. <laughs> I mean, the first time I had whiskey, I was like, "I like this. You don't have to drink a lot of it to feel something." And I was like, wait a <laughs> "Like, wait a second, hold on. This is what does that mean? <laughs> this is how I know we were raised in the church. That's because we're saying <laughs> shit like that." Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. That's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent the mentality. I don't know. Yep. It was always so risky, you know. It's something that's wow. You, know, you always had the person in the youth group turn twenty one and had their first drink, and then they they were just like, I don't know. It's I don't know if what legends the word or just like you were in awe. You're like, oh my gosh, what? What happened? To you? Uh, you did that? Yeah. Yeah. What's the yeah, other? We'll side? get into some of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah def- oh, every time, any church it doesn't matter what it be. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> That being said, uh, Barry, we're going into the final part of the life story, which is the romantic relationship section, all right? So in Ooh. this section, I do this similar to a resume, and I want to talk about past relationships, all right? We're going to talk about some of your past relationships that formed uh, you who you are today, um, but I'm going to ask uh, roughly three or less, all right? Do you have three or less uh, past relationships you'd like to talk about? Mainly one and okay. maybe a little bit of two, but mainly one. Sure. So let's yeah. let's go uh, with this this one and we can play around with the second one if you'd like. This uh, the one that you'd like to talk about. How old were you <clears throat> and how did you both meet? Yeah, I was uh, 17. I was in high school and there was a girl in my government class who I thought was really cute. And she sat back there and then we like, gotten a study group or something and then mm-hmm. that was how we started meeting okay and she you know i thought she was cute she thought i was funny and it was cool nice <laughs> so we got 17 over in high school government class and mm-hmm. what was the move what was the move bear you got to teach me all right what was the move that that you knew you were in you're like oh this person likes me oh dude i don't know i think I, we just like hung out a lot i was so bad i still am so bad at like relationships man i don't have any like game at all yeah then and, what is um, wait where, what is the very game now? I'm uh, now you got me curious. What is it now? Yeah. Oh, dude, I, this, I don't know. I just talk to people. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I don't, see. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm like, I'm just funny. Like I like you know that whatever. Maybe funny people don't say that, but like people like funny people. Mm-hmm. So I make people laugh, and you know people say I'm charming. At least people I've been with. So you know I work it like that, and I just mm-hmm. make people laugh and. uh I just, you know, 
ask questions and get to know them. And then, you know, we're just like, hey, let's hang out, you know, and spend time together. I think it's also like later on in life, there's less of the games or hopefully there's less of the games where it's like yeah. you just don't entertain the bullshit. Like, I'm not going to do this. Whatever. I'll double text you. I'll triple text you if I feel like it. this is what it is. All right. Until I feel like, all right, this is too Actually, this is too much. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm walking away. Uh, fair play, fair play. So going back to uh, your relationship at high school, uh, how long did you guys date for? Well, so this is why I want to talk about this. And this is something I've never talked about publicly before because okay. I think it was older or it was newer at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's not. And, you know, I was like coming up with this in-depth podcast. But we were together for, uh, I think, seven total years. And we were, we were, uh, we were married. So I used to be married. This seven is years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven years. Whoa. Okay. Tell me about that. So in, in terms yeah. of, and again, you know, we, you know, if ever I go too far with a question, feel free, you know, pull the brakes sure. and, and reel me in. So seven years, that's a lot of life together. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about, you know, the, the mindset of, uh, if I may ask, when, did, at what age did you guys get married? I got married at 20. At 20. Tell um, me about that. The, the, you know, going into not just a relationship uh, or even long term or going steady, but a full on marriage at the age of 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, got married in the middle of like a college semester. And, you know, we kind of I've kind of said like, you know, high school stories or whatever. It was like kind of slow or kind of boring. And like I was just like I was just like a super Christian for a really long time, like through being married. And so that's kind of just why I talk about it, because you know, we're talking about like life lessons from this or this from that. And, you know, I kind of have lived my life backwards. Like a lot of the time that people would have spent getting to know themselves or growing up is kind of a gone, I guess, from my life because I was, you know, married until I was 24. And so, you know, and it was later that year that I started doing this. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember your, I guess, oh, what it was like being married at 20. I mean, at the time it was super exciting. It was awesome. Like, you know, we like went on a honeymoon in the middle of the semester and then got back and like moved in and mm-hmm. like had a great time. Um, it was really fun. You know, like it was kind of crazy. Like, you know, we both had school and, you know, sometimes jobs all at the same time. But like, you know, that was really exciting and it was really fun, you know, for both of us. Like I like I was a good I was a good old boy. Right. Like yeah. my first drink was when I was 20 years old and we were in Mexico on a honeymoon. Like <laughs> like still so, like. You know, people are like talking about high school party stories. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. Why? Because I didn't do anything, dude. Like, so like, <laughs> yeah. what do you like? There's nothing for me to talk about. That's like interesting, um, at least to me. But, um, you if, know, so it's just I'm an interesting. A, if I may yeah. ask, though, Barry, I think in addition to that question would be, how did you make the decision at 20 to be like, you know what? I'm going to get married with this individual right now at this point in my life. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just it like, you know, it just felt right and made sense at the time. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's obviously like a strong push towards marriage in, you know, the church and yeah. things like that. And I'm not like necessarily blaming that inherently. Cause like I made the choices that I made, but mm-hmm. you know, and also I'm from Arkansas, like you live in a bigger city. Like people are like, you thought about getting married? Like, or you mm-hmm. got married at all? That's crazy. But like, you know, I lived in a relatively small town in Arkansas where like, a lot of, uh, you know, not so small. I didn't live in like podunk nowhere. Like, you know, we had, you know, movie theaters and Walmarts and, and shit. Um, but you know, that was, uh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. Oh, just like, oh, that was just a big, you know, people got married that early, Yeah, you know, or, or got married, you know, uh, 
a little, you know, around that time, you know, and even then, like my parents got married older, they got married at like 25, but then her parents, they got married at like 18, you know, so they got married like super young. So it wasn't crazy to them. It was a little crazy to my parents and uh, probably is now because ironically, you know, like I was, you know, I got married early and then, you know, you know, and now both of my siblings are married and I'm not. So <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, okay. <clears throat> it's actually pretty common too, you know, and, and I would say in, in my life, uh-huh. a lot of my friends also, I've, I've known them gotten married at 2021. 20, so it's fairly common, especially within the church, within the, the Christian yeah. circle, you'll, you'll see that like right up. There's a old saying ring by spring, I believe. And mm-hmm. it's ha- having a ring by, or being engaged by your spring quarter of senior year in college. Yeah, that's just it was it was the thing. I don't know what it is. So going back to your your, your relationship. All right. Again, you said seven years total. Uh, you got married at 20. I want to I want to ask you, right, before we get into the, the latter half of the relationship, you know, what were some of the uh, positives, the, the, the good stuff that that occurred during your, your relationship with uh, your your significant other at the time? What was some of the things that you, I guess, enjoyed about the relationship from uh, more so the person and who they were yeah i mean we just like you know we were so like young and that was like a fun time like i was saying but like we just knew we knew how to enjoy each other's company we knew like just how to have fun together and obviously that's not enough to like carry a relationship but then we I don't know. It's hard to look back because like just I just operate so differently now because like I would have related everything back to like the Bible and everything back to a lot of these things that I just don't do anymore. And so it's like it's hard. It's 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 hard to look at. My lens is weird of that time. Yeah. But I know that I did like, you know, like we enjoyed being around each other, but there's also just a lot of stress and like me being in that world and over time, not wanting to be in that world anymore. And so, you know, that was in there too, but you know, like we took trips together. That was so fun. We talked about music together. We like, you know, went to go hang out with her family and my family and like had great times, you know, and, and she's, you know, was a super, super social person. So she got me out of the house going to spend time with the people that she cared about. And that was really fun. And like, you know, she was also a creative person. And so seeing her get to, you know, you know, learn what she was going through. You know, like me, I, you know, our journey was like, I know I'm like in school and I know exactly what I'm doing. Like I'm in the film program and I'm going to do whatever. And, you know, and she is a photographer and she's like, but trying to figure out like what major fits with that. So she's like, what, what, what do I study? Like, what am I doing? You mm-hmm. know? And so she was kind of going through that. And so just kind of working through that, got like that together. One of my favorite memories is we got back from our honeymoon and we like stuff all this like half drink alcohol into our like suitcases to like mm. bring back. And, um, and we get back to our apartment and we have this bottle of wine. Actually, this one is, hasn't been opened yet. And we don't have a bottle opener. And I'm like, you know what? I can just open this with a knife. And so I just like shove a knife into the cork at the top. And I'm like trying to like wedge it out that way, but it's not working. Yeah. And, and so it pops in and, <sighs> and, it, and, and, and wine goes everywhere all over oh. the like new clothes that her parents bought for me to like be at the honeymoon. And so it's just like all over the kitchen. It's like underneath like drawers and things like impossible places that we found months later. And it's all over my clothes. And she's like, take them all off right now, put them in the tub. And I'm just like, Oh God, <laughs> I gotta go. And like, uh, you know, that's just such like a, you know, story that I think anybody would appreciate from like period of time in their life. But that mm-hmm. was a, that's such a one. newlywed, like sitcom. Ex- scenario. Exactly. You know, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
very i'm gonna ask a really vulnerable question here sure um, sure sure and again yeah i'm gonna tread lightly as best as i can but like how did you know things were were kind of going to the opposite end in terms of your marriage yeah um it's weird and there's some like it's it's such a bizarre period of time because it just kind of happened really quickly but kind of over time it was my problem and it was like i just didn't want to be i just didn't want to live that kind of life anymore i just didn't want to like be a part of like the church i didn't want to be i didn't want to do those things i just wanted to like like i hadn't been make and i i didn't realize this at the time but then like i started like flexing that muscle again but i hadn't like you know made anything in so long and that's not again that's not why it ended and that's you know that would be kind of silly to be like i you know didn't get married anymore i i stopped being married so i could become a twitch streamer that's not how it is mm -hmm. but um i just stopped i just kind of wanted to i don't know i wanted to live my own life and there's a lot more to it than that of course. um there's like i was also a period of time where i like found out like through like i had bipolar disorder and i only found that out through that time and that like compounded a lot of things and wow. then like through time apart after like things surrounding those two factors colliding in a big way mm. um you know that and like a lot happened again and there's some things i'm not going to talk about of but course. you know through time apart it was like oh this is done um you know mm -hmm. and so yeah yeah i was like oh through that period of time it was done and then you know i say i've been divorced for that long there was like a year where technically we weren't but it wasn't like a messy thing it was just like putting off signing things on both ends and like she moved and mm -hmm. so then she had to refile from another area and stuff like that so mm. but it was just kind of i mean i think that in for me it was like just kind of this creeping up thing um and i always don't like talking about it sometimes because i don't want for one it's like it just feels like a weird thing to bring up it's like wow the animated guy or whatever like you know divorce that's fucking that's crazy um you know but then the other thing is you know i think this is me just being overly concerned but it's like i don't want anybody to think something about their own relationships i guess it's like hmm. you know i don't want to color somebody's experience or like because i'm just like a doubtful guy so yeah like, oh no please don't you know hear my stuff and be like you know worry about your own life like don't do that like you're cool you're good you yeah. know you know it's some I, weird things happen i don't know I, I like i i hear this story and i you know again this is the first time i'm hearing this there is no pre-show interview like i didn't mm -hmm. have any notes nobody's heard this at all like this is all i've never told anybody this like online at all but, <laughs> but there's a sense of like I, there's a ton of respect that i have for you sharing this like you this is your story this is who you are like you go on twitch and you are here to entertain you are here because you're you know per your 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 content you are making people laugh and and it's having them escape from whatever they are but it's also important to recognize the humanity of and especially as a vr streamer you know you, mm -hmm. they don't get to see the reactions of who you are they don't get to see you know, it, it's it's a little easier, I would say, for people with face cams that you could sense when they're having a bad stream. You could sense, even especially from streamer to streamer, you could sense when, when you see your friend be like, "Oh wow, they're you know, their their mind's somewhere else, or they're just their energy's mm -hmm. low, whatever." But you know, these parts of your your life are important and 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 culminate to who you are, and and that's huge, man. And I, I I you know I applaud you 
for for uh, being so honest and vulnerable about that that's 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 really cool man i i again i i want to uh, love on you for that i i'm i'm curious too all right moving a little bit forward from this all right mm-hmm. we're, we're we're away from you know, the the ex-wife there is it more so the concept of marriage like do you have you ever considered being like oh i'm going to remarry again or was it that environment of you know kind of the church kind of the religion and there's a lot going on there that i'm just trying to figure out myself um or or what are we thinking about in terms of the future yeah i mean i love the idea of a you know committed long relationship for sure but you know it's like am i you know, capable of that again. And I'd like, you know, I hope for that, but you know, I kind of just stay in the moment, I guess. And, you know, I invest in relationships, you know, but I don't know. I don't have anything against, you know, marriage as a practice at all, or like even necessarily the church. Well, as as I spend more time away than I, you know, think differently, but you Mm. know, like, I don't, I'm not like mad at any particular person or my parents. Like I love my parents a whole lot. Um, you know, they're very good people. And so, you know, yeah, yes, like maybe I would do that again, you know, but who knows? You know, yeah. I'm not like uh I'm not interested in like seeing somebody necessarily and then just being like, all right, see you later. Um, yeah. yeah. So definitely. I guess I take it from that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh you said you might have a second. Do you have a second? Yes or no? Yeah, I mean, you kind of the, the way this was kind of laid out, or at least it says like lessons that you learned kind of from these things. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, I'm kind of you know, I'm doing things backwards. So things that people are learning or like figuring out in their like earlier years in their life, you know, it's like, I didn't really let myself do any of that. So now it's like, now I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, so as far as like what lessons I've learned, I don't know. I just kind of had some short relationships in the last two years that I can kind of touch on. Yeah, Um, sure. What was something you you learned, especially, you know, again, it's fascinating. You say you're living life backwards. So you had that Mm long-term committed relationship of, you know, marriage and all that just now you're going into this dating scene. What did you learn from these short-term relationships then? Yeah. Um, I mean, I just kind of tell them like I was with somebody for a month Mm. and it was really fun. And then also it was weird because it was, I met them through a dating app and then I found out through conversation that it was somebody who was in the grade of my ex-wife that I never <sighs> met, you know? So it's like, which wasn't like a huge deal, but like we both just happened to live in like cities separate from where we grew up. And it was just like, this is so weird. Like, yeah, you know, all the people I know, and I'm not sure if I like that or not. Um, and then uh, it was a good time and we were both kind of like, do you want, like, what are you looking for? Like, do you, like, it was good, you know, because at the same time, like I'm, you know, whatever, doing things backwards, but also I am like in my late twenties. So there's certain things like conversations that are easier to have. So we're like sitting there and we're like, what are you looking for in a relationship? Do you want a long-term thing or a short-term thing? And we're just both like, we're not sure. And so we say, well, okay, we'll think about it. And so we kind of just spent time together. And then, um, and I guess, you know, maybe I wasn't ready for a long time thing at the time. Cause she kind of, at one point kind of pressed me later and she was like, uh, how did she put it? She was like, I know you're, we're not doing a long-term thing right now, but do you think that maybe in the future you might want to do a long-term thing? Mm. And I was like, that kind of just sounds like you're asking if you want to do a long-term thing like, yeah. in, 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 uh, in a really roundabout way. And, um, you know, and I had to think about it for a while, but I was just kind of like, you know, at the time, like I don't. And I think also the other thing I learned from that, that's not really a lesson, just like 
being aligned with what you want. And, and she kind of changed her mind quicker than I did uh, in that moment. And so mm. that was when I learned, you know, okay, I need to be more committed to a relationship, but also it was a phase of like figuring out like, do I want a long-term or short-term thing? Cause now it's like, I'm okay with longer stuff. But at the time I was iffy. And then I also learned it is important too to be with people who are interested in the things that you're interested in and that you like their friends. Cause like mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy being around her friends um, mm -hmm. or actually friends again, which is cool. Like kind of by accident, but you know, so um, you know, we say hi now, which is cool, but um, you know, it's, it feels like corny, but you know, like so much of my life is on the internet. Like my job is on Twitter and on YouTube and yeah. my hobby. And a lot of my friends now are on Twitch. Like there's a lot of people, you know, that I've met in person. Like I've gone on many trips to go meet like with like video editor friends and Twitch friends in person. So now I can, you know, like internet friends are great, but it's another thing entirely to like meet a person like for real. And so like, I've gotten to do that. So people have crossed over to the barrier of like, you know, real good friends. And so a lot of my life is online and some relationships I feel like can work where, you know, you're into different things and then mm -hmm. you can talk to each other about the things that are different that you're interested in. And for me, my life is like so specialized now where it's like, I just want somebody who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Amen. And like, can, can, and can spit back at me, whatever it is that they're doing that like I'm, you know, into. And so with this person, like she was great, but it was, it just wasn't somebody that could like really hold a conversation for very long with. And so those were kind of the reasons where, when she was kind of pressed on me, I was like, no, I don't want to continue this. Um, so wow. how's that one? Yeah. That was like a month. <laughs> that's huge though. Like it, it, that's, it's cool that you're, you're, I mean, not cool for the, you know, the heartache or whatever that may yeah, give you, but it's, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That <laughs> sucks. Oh, no matter what that just, yeah. you know, having to figure out how to move on and how to, uh, you know, your life at one point was revolving around them and now it's not, it's just such a weird thing to just like, it's, mm -hmm. it's so 180. Um, but it's cool to learn these lessons. You know, I'm recognizing the older we get, it's just like very rarely do you have first times or acknowledgements of first times. And so to have those first times, to have those lessons come and be like, oh, here's an acknowledgement of a moment in life where I am growing or I am experiencing something and I'm able mm -hmm. to tuck it away for a later day or just share that wisdom with someone else is really, it's, it's, it's paramount. And I think this whole life experience, if you may, um, mm -hmm. that's awesome though. Do you have another one or is that the, the, the main one? I, I, didn't, I, I know you mentioned you were dating around uh, now. I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. Let me think if I have something that's like worth telling up to you. Um, yeah. I mean, that's probably, yeah. that's probably all I'd say, you know, if, if I can ask, and that's good. <laughs> if I can ask in terms kind of to wrap things up neatly in a bow mm -hmm. right now, uh, mm -hmm. right now in your life, uh, in terms of romance, what is the type of person that you're attracted to? Barry, what is the type of individual that just catches your eye, whether that be, and more so the, the, the uh, character, if you may, of the individual? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like, you know, I like people who are funny. I like people who are confident. I like people who know what they want in life. I think yeah. that's one of the most attractive things out there. And one of those like later, you know, 20s kind of things where, you know, I've been in relationships where what we have want has eventually differed or or changed. And so it's like, it doesn't have to be like, we both want to be YouTubers. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. But like, you know, just somebody who, who knows what they want and can talk about it and like in a realistic sense. And then just like, you know, just easy to talk to and like can can talk to, you know, 
I don't know. I just like people who are funny and yeah. fun and like who will put up with me trying to make them laugh. Cause that's kind of the only way I know how to communicate a lot of the time um, <laughs> is by is through humor, um, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, you know, as far as like qualities like that. Yeah. It's so true. Finding someone who doesn't take themselves or too many things too seriously. You know, I think mm-hmm. there's enough stresses in this world. And so to have that special person that, feels like a vacation some of the time. We can't feel like a vacation all the time, but some of the time mm-hmm. when you're around them, or most of the time at least, um, is, a really, is a really cool thing to strive for, I think, in this life. Um, more mm-hmm. so than, you know, are they whatever specific qualities or, you know, aesthetic that I'm, I'm looking for? Because uh, mm-hmm. I think when you start trying to make a character out of your significant other, uh, it's just you're bound for failure or you're bound, your mm-hmm. expectations are just never met. And it's just, it's setting yourself up for something bad. But Barry, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you mm-hmm. sharing all that. That was some good stuff. Uh, there was some yeah, amazing stories all that from the top to the bottom, from your family to your education, your romantic relationships. I'm very appreciative of your, uh, your, your story, your life story you shared with us here tonight. Um, that being said, we have one more segment here. All right. One more public segment, at least. And it is the community questions. All right. So I will refresh it once. It looks like we have a good handful of of questions here. All right. There's only one rule to this bit here, and it's that you do not have to answer the question if you don't want to. All right. Okay. that's it. Um, I'm just going straight forward. This is the first time I'm reading these questions. So bear with me. I, I I might not even understand the context. This first one just says, oh, "Ask no. Barry, ask Barry STEM calendar when." What's a STEM calendar? Um, they want me to show. They want a calendar. They want a. They want to see my penis on every month of the year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that the answer is twenty I want it's gonna go varying sizes per the weather. So winter season, mm, yeah. it's got to be well, shrunk. Like yeah, well, yeah, well, it's like a tree trunk. We show it on stream. The joke is show stem on stream, so people say show stem on stream, and we do. We have a you know a big you know my big uh, tri pronged tree trunk. <laughs> and so for those <laughs> Who that are just <laughs> well, your live when again? No, no, this is. I mean, I could do it right now. Oh, what? Go ahead, show stem. What the? There we are. There you are. There <laughs> I don't are. like how casual that was. It's three pronged. Whoa, what is going on here? Oh, that's stressful. <laughs> it's huge. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's huge. That's a lot going on there. Ladies so that's want, bold. You know, maybe, you know, if the platform grows, I will absolutely fucking sell that. I will make that <laughs> and sell that. It would oh, not be hard. Hilarious. There's so many calendar template websites. It would be so easy. Mm-hmm. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. Um, this next one reads, <laughs> have you ever been a different color or type of berry? <laughs> no, but I considered it. <laughs> what was the, uh, what was the consideration and what was the berry? Well, actually, okay. Two things. One is I thought about like becoming the lemon face when I was sour Ooh. and then I just, one got lazy and two thought, does that like change the character? The other thing is I actually have a model that is like the Paper Mario Berry, which very few people in the audience now will have seen because it's over two years old. Mm. Sorry, I like drink water. went down the wrong pipe. Um, 
and I have the puppet for that. And I used it one time. And then somebody was like, what the fuck is that? Get like, bring it back to the normal one. And then I like never use it again, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. but I have it. I have it working. Um, so, you know, if you've ever seen that, then yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. It says, uh, this next one goes for Barry. What's something that happened this week that made you smile the most? What has happened this week? <laughs> good question. <laughs> Let me think. There's some good things that have happened. I'm trying to think. Um, man, I don't know. I mean, the past week, me and one of my buddies, Bombfuse, I don't know if he's here. Shout out Bombfuse. Uh, Risk of Rain 2 DLC is out and we've just been playing that all the time and like having a really good time just like shooting the shit and like playing this game and this week you know we were like we gotta stop because we're like playing during the day we'll like throw in a throw in a game during lunch break and then like early in the morning it's like dude just quit like we can't we gotta we gotta take a sabbatical this week so if you're ever thinking about the game just send a DM to each other saying hey I'm not thinking about the game right now <laughs> but this is like a general really fun thing that's been happening Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, this next one reads, you've made a lot of sketch comedy. So what is your favorite parody and why is it a pair of these nuts? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I read that read, as is. They, they got you to read that out loud. I can't believe they, that they got me. They got <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have you still answer that. That's the thing. All right. Do you, 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 you follow sketch comedy closely? Not well, somewhat. The new scene is really cool, like Joel Haver, and I haven't watched as much of him recently, but like Charlie's and stuff. Like, sketch comedy is back on YouTube. Like, there was a long time where it was gone and it was only gaming, which you know, I do some of that. So, like, you know, dog bless gaming, gaming cool. Mm -hmm. But like, YouTube, you know, in its early days, like, had a lot more people doing different formats that are shorter because now the platform does not like short content. Like, your channel doesn't get pushed, you don't make money off of short content. So, yeah. anybody that does make short content now has found a way to evolve past a platform that does not work for them. And so that's super cool. So like Joel Haver, Joel Haver is one of the coolest creators I think ever um, because he not only makes sketch comedy, but then when he got bored with that, he got in an RV and drove around the country and started collabing with people. He was also one of the people dressed up as moist critical during the streamer awards. Um, <laughs> and like was a part of that whole series of videos where they were all dressed up as critical. Yeah. And like, he'll also do really heartfelt stuff. He made some video recently that was like, like he, he'll make these videos on relationships that are like, so like, just like these moments that are so poignant, like, so like good. And he's like, just a genuine creative and filmmaker on the platform. And, um, and I respect those people above anything else. Like people who just do, just do something and, and twist it and like also be really genuine all at once. It's mm -hmm. really awesome. Oh, it's such so, a hard kind thing of, to do. Yeah. I think that's the higher, like, the bar has been raised in terms of content, where it can't just be either scripted, it can't just be funny, like, they, they want all of it. And so, mm -hmm. and because it stands out, it also resonates. And to do that masterfully is so, it's, again, it takes a specific person. It's not, I don't want to make it a, like a gatekeepy thing. I think everyone should try content in, in some sort of form of cre creation or content creation in general. Mm -hmm. Um but it's definitely something that's that's difficult. It's not as easy as people think. Um, that's it. That's there. Um, this one reads: What is a personality trait that you have which you don't get to show much on stream? Hmm. 
that I don't show on stream. I feel like if I said one, then people would be like, well, you definitely do show that on stream. In your opinion, then, that you don't show or you don't show enough. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I feel like I put you know most of myself out there. Um, I don't know. I mean, the first things that I say are like, you know, very anxious, like very neurotic, but that's like my whole design, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a chronic worrier. Like I worry about everything all the time. Um, you know, and that's a growing thing. You know, you learn how to deal with that and what works for you and how to mature past it. But, you know, I, that's just, that's part of who I am, but I don't know. I don't know how I can answer that, honestly. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no problem. No, I, I mean, like, I like to party. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, tell me this. Uh, what's your favorite weed grandma story? <laughs> okay, so now I got to tell you who weed grandma is. Please. So, I have a neighbor. Um, the story of how we met is, you know, she's older. Um, she, uh, we actually share the same birthday. So she's, hmm. you know, she turned 63 when I turned 28. Um, but one day I was sitting on my like stoop sort of. And she like walked up to me and I don't really know anybody in my neighborhood. And she walked up at me and she was like, you want a margarita? I was like, yeah. And so she sat down with me and gave me a margarita and we sat and we hung out. And the reason that people call her weed grandma is because, and I think my chat has heard all of my weed grandma stories. Um, the reason we call her weed grandma is because one time, like, so I was working a job where I could not smoke. And then I left that job and, you know, you know, started doing that because I, I could. And, mm -hmm. and she, one time, uh, sometimes she asked me to help her with stuff, which is like, I'm glad to be able to do that, you know? And so she like helped me, asked me to help me move some furniture. It took like five or 10 minutes or less. And then she like gave me some weed to pay, like to, to, she was like, here, here's some weed. Most of these buds are like really bad, but then there's one in here that's like really, really good. And I like, haven't had a lot of weed. And so I was like, okay. So I smoked all the bad stuff first and I was like, I guess this is weed. And then I had the good one. I was like, Oh, like this is how it goes. Like, cool. Um, and so that's why she's called weed grandma, which was a name that I believe Nadre gave her. Um, and, uh, anyway, my favorite story is just the time where I went over to her house to like hang out and like watch a movie. And we just watched bird box and got like really, really, really stoned. And it was awesome. <laughs> and we just like sat there and like swatch bird box. And I was just like, man, like what is, what is going on? You know, and she just like kept handing it back to me because she didn't want any more. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll have some more. And yeah. I'm yeah. envisioning a 28 yeah. year old and a 63 year old, no mm -hmm. relation other than neighbors, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. yep. zonked out of their mind trying to enjoy her. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Sandra Bullock. She's like, what's going on? You know, and the monsters are out there blindfolded. Yeah. I gotta and ask: like, Is it is it a what is it? Is it pre-rolled? Is it a is it a, no, a fucking no, bong? Pipe. What's going on here? A volcano? It's pipe. It's pipe. Oh, you know, ground up, ground up pipe weed. Yeah, nice. It's great. It was good nice. stuff. It's gone now. <laughs> you know, always new memories. Um, mm -hmm. what's your top moment being on Twitch? What what's one of your top moments being on Twitch? Top moment being on Twitch. So like that I've done that it's like happened to me. Yeah. Um. I mean, one of the first ones is during my charity stream from two years ago, and Nandre would be excited about this, is uh, beating a game called Giraffe Town. And it's like, <laughs> I hate that game, and I love it with a passion, an absolute passion. Um, it's awful. It's like, it's so terrible, and I love it. And there's a boss battle at the end where you have to shoot a, like, tall demon that looks like it has penises for hands 
like and like literally it's like 81 or 83 times like you have to shoot it with like 81 or 83 bullets in the woods and it's like such bullshit because it'll just run at you and you have to like shoot it a bunch and then it can like almost hit you then it'll phase through disappear the ground will fade into a, like different lighting and then you know you have to keep shooting and and i was like playing it in such a bad way but like we we're in the middle of this 24-hour stream and like there's just so much passion put into beating this dumb game that like that hates you and i like finally beat it and now it kind of has this legendary status from a few people and we like played it again recently and then you know uh you know, Nandre is uh, had a had his at his own subathon where one of the redemptions was dress up like Barry and play giraffe town, and so and so I'm very excited to do that again and relive that again. So that's that's definitely just a a good moment in time. That's great. I love that <laughs> giraffe oh, town and hover town uh, and hover round. Hover round. Can you describe that for me? Yes. So so we we oftentimes will start out streams by watching video clips. And JM Soundwave sent in a clip of of two old women uh, on a on a cliffside uh, yelling hover round. And there's a phone number at the top and it says, now you can see the world, implying that these two women were able to ride their electronic wheelchairs to the top of the Grand Canyon and see the beautiful landscape before them. And that is, And I just I cried. Uh, like I watched the video so many times and then we decided to call hover round and ask them about the video and if they had seen it and they said no and I said okay thank you so much goodbye <laughs> and then we called and then I made a bit.ly link so that it was short and easy and I made bit.ly slash hover round and I called them and I was like hey listen I know you're busy I know it's the same person I said hey listen I know you're busy I know you're working bit.ly slash hover round this is a commercial I was talking about you should watch it and then we hung up called back an hour later I was like hey did you watch that video she's like no I'm still working it's like okay all right well well uh, well all right, we'll call you another time. Two weeks later, we call and we don't, and she doesn't pick up. And the, some guy who's much less friendly named Gary picks up and, and Gary was not nice. And so we hung up on Gary, but then someone was like, maybe he has a Twitch account. And so we went to twitch.tv slash Gary and uh, met, a, and there's a Twitch streamer named Gary. And then we met Gary and, you know, and the rest is history. <laughs> you took a hard turn on that one. You just settled mm -hmm. on whoever it was mm -hmm. Gary. Yeah. Fair play. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. I can't believe you called them three times to double check on this. I can't either. I'm not that kind of guy. Like, there's, I don't, there's, yeah. no, there's no way I would have clicked the link. That, that's 100% IP grabber, all right? That's just, no, it's, it's that. It's hover around. Right, all right, all right. Fair play, fair play. Uh, mm -hmm. We've got to reach out to them one more time. we got to figure out if they watched it. Um, <laughs> you mentioned You mentioned being religious when you were young. How would you describe your current beliefs? Um, general deist, I guess. Like, it's hard for me to conceptualize just deist. Like, I believe there's something, mm. but mm -hmm. I don't exactly know what it is, but it's hard for me to envision a world without some kind of higher power. Um, and then beyond that, I really don't think about it too much because, you know, I was just raised in the church. So a lot of that still rolls around in my head sometimes. And I'm like, ah, but generally I like, I generally, that's the framework, I guess I, I operate under, but yeah. Um, it's also like agnostic. Like I try not to worry about that or think yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Three more here. Three more here. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, how many days were your legs sore after the Kirby jump stream? Mm -hmm. Tell me yeah, about so that. I what is this Kirby jump stream? They're asking. 
Yeah. So Kirby and the Crystal Shards, a, you know, I think late nineties or early two thousands Nintendo 64 game has a rigged soundtrack. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I just stood in one spot and jumped up and down to the entire outer half soundtrack uh, live on stream? Oh, my and so goodness. about what, a month, two months ago? Yeah, um, I filmed myself in front of a green screen and had the game going in the background and I just jumped up and down to the entire thing. And I was not jumping as high by the end, but I did make it. And um, it was an hour and a half. Hour. Um, it's uncut on YouTube. The whole thing's there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. You I know, was like, oh, man, I need to worry about what goes on my channel. And then it was like, also, I'll just upload this entire jumping video. <laughs> that is brutal. What like by the end of it. So tell me the next day. All right. You finished the, the, the challenge next day. What were you feeling? Ah, uh, man, it was. Well, it's like it was tough, but there were two tougher things surrounding it. So like mm. I was almost more sore when I practiced and I didn't really practice because I wanted like a pure experience. But like. A few days before I tried the first 15 minutes, like twice in a day. And I was mm -hmm. like, is this even like remotely feasible? Like, can I make it an entertaining amount of the way through this? Um, and I could, and it's hard to walk after that because it's your yeah. calves. So it's just difficult to walk. And so afterwards during it, I kind of hurt my knee and that sucked. But then the next day it was mainly Ooh. just like, it is hard to walk very well. My calves hurt, you know, I, but I didn't leave the house, so it wasn't so bad. So it was like two days where it was kind of difficult to walk, but not so bad, That's but it got bad. a lot worse. Um, when I did. I, to yeah. be fair, I did. I did remember seeing that clip. That was one that I was going to ask you about, mm -hmm. but I was just like, I was just watching you jump. It was the soundtrack does slap, by the way, that that it's tracks. So good. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. uh, this one just reads, Barry, I have a question. I can't control my face. Do you um, understand that at all? You know, try uh, try moving it with your hands. That's all I got. Wild. Uh, this one here, I'll, I'll make it up. All right, we'll make that one up. Uh, mm. This one asks, uh, can you sing us a song? Is there a mini song that you got? Is there a Can I sing you a song? Just straight up asking. I want a moment to be real. Want to touch things I don't feel. Want to hold on and feel I'm alone. From Treasure Planet. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't heard that movie in a while. Oh, my gosh. Damn. You dug deep for that one. All right, all right. This one here, last one here reads out. Name your Mount Rushmore of streamers. Four biggest inspirations. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Germa. Uh doug doug my employer um let's see beyond that i think i would go to youtube because i'm equally inspired by youtube mm -hmm. and then okay. i would say at this time i would say actually let me put jay schlatt on there he's a good one i love jay schlatt a whole lot and then uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say naked jakey also who's a youtuber Ooh. yeah not mm. enough love there. Not love. Correct me if I'm wrong. Nakey Jakey uh, over in Japan. No, that's Jake and Bake. Nakey Jake. Jakey I'm going is... through separate. No, you Jake's. Nakey... Jake oh, LA. Nakey LA. Jakey is. Yeah, Nakey yeah. Jakey is like. Uh, he's like a YouTube essayist kind of guy, mm -hmm. but he sits on a beach. He sits on an exercise ball in front of the green screen and has that's, like a okay. very. Yeah. Yep. I got you. I know exactly what you're going here. Yeah, sandwich is going. Barry loves disguise. So you disguise toast freak? No, 
no, Sam is trying to uh, make me upset. <laughs> what, wait, what's wrong with this guy's? I just don't like the way that he talks. He talks super condescending to like everyone. It sounds like, and maybe that's mm. just his tone, but yeah. he just sounds, he sounds higher than mighty to everybody. Mm. And then, um, when he did the death note thing and to be frank, like I'm mad at all three of those streamers, Pokimane, Hassan and uh disguised toast. I actually watch Hassan a lot, so it's like conflicting, but, um, with disguised toast, he like got potentially banned for 30 days for watching death note. And I was like, good. Like, yeah. because like, no matter what they say, where they're like, everybody steals content, everybody watches content. No, you guys know that watching anime was such a different deal. That's such a different beast 100%. 100%. That is a different type of content that you're watching, that you're taking. And it's not that you're doing it. It's that that puts eyes on the entire platform. And in, like nobody out, not everybody out here is trying to watch anime, but what everybody is trying to do is not have the, like the, all the rules tightened. And that's what happens. Like nobody knows like YouTube and Viacom in like 2006 when people like uh, the, one of the first, it just the, whatever, that's a whole tangent, but like mm -hmm. Viacom as a whole, like almost threatened YouTube's entire existence. Oh, they'll because, come for your throat. Um, well, like it almost crashed the entire platform before any of these modern copyright technologies like exist and content IDs. And so what they did was potentially just put these companies' eyes on the entire platform, not to mention just a month after an entire YouTuber's channel got completely nuked by a different anime company for much, much less. Jesus. Much, much less. And so then Disguised Toast like made funny tweets about it and was like, ah, ha, ha, guys, I didn't even finish the episode. And so I'm just like, fuck you. He Fuck was only you, gone for like what two days, two and a half. It was days. like two days, and yeah. like I get, I think the claim was false, but I wish it was real. I wish that all of them got banned for thirty days because two days is like one week is like, haha, we're back and better than other. But if they're gone for a long time, some people will forget, and I I wish that they did because that just pissed me off so bad. I'll be honest, I kind of wanted <laughs> to see it too. That's why I was kind of want to shake the cage, but mm -hmm. they're not going to do it. The money's too good, you know. <laughs> that's what it, that's what. Let's be honest, that's what it boils down and, to in the industry. It, yeah. <laughs> if you give money to the platform, man, they'll you know, some of the strings got a little looser. It doesn't it is as it is. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll give you one more question. One more bonus question here. Uh they want you to sing specifically one of the songs <laughs> you've created. All right. Mm -hmm. Can you give us that? Where? Um concert. See, there we go. No, that's the wrong concert. Where's the right concert? What's the right one? How do you uh, there's, just, there's just two of them. This is the one that I don't like as much. It's older. Ah, I um, see, I see, I see. Does it enter travel? Oh, wait, here it is. Oh, and then the guitar is, uh, it's part of the, let's see. Oh. Where is it? There it is. There's there it, it is. Okay, there it let is. me go get uh, the other guitar. Of course, know. of course. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> this is so cool, dude. This is so cool what you can do and just the creativity. Like you're you're bound by nothing. In terms of just where you could be, how you could look, it's. <laughs> I don't like that the lips are moving. You know, this is ironically the best feel-good song. Years ago, very with the <laughs> hey sandwich. Thanks for the hot take, Eddie. <laughs> Save it for tomorrow. All right. <laughs> if you I'll take him a talk. If you yell, ah, nope, I just yelled for no reason. And now someone driving that's listening to this is going to, you know, I'm excited. Gotcha. <laughs> 
I'm excited. You don't, I don't have too many live performances here. I've had a handful, maybe three. So this is going to be number four. All right. Gotcha. Uh, psych. We got to bring back psych. You don't see enough psychs in 2022. You know, everyone's, uh, everyone's trying to burn or roast people. We bring back some psychs. Throw them off. You got a little bit of a, what the heck is that? Coconut? Coconut? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Coconut mold. Gotcha. I gotcha. I walked into that one. I got that. I, that one's, hey, that one's on me. That's a, this is like pickup basketball. That one's on me. That foul's on me. I got him. Whoever wrote that question for the D's Nuts one, beautiful. I've never seen that one before. Beautiful. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Whoever, <laughs> that shit's rude. I hate the fact that I don't like, I don't read the questions ahead of time, which I, maybe it's part of the magic of the Sorry. show. Yes, Barry, I'm here we go. I'm my guitar. It's just going to take me one more second. Sorry. Of course, of course. No, I'm just getting some nonsense here. Uh, those watching live here on YouTube. I recognize I narrate things for people that have to listen on Spotify. That's half the, the game here. None. Oh, too much. While you're uh, doing your thing, how long have you been playing guitar for? Wait, what? Oh, did he? Oh, sorry, my headphones. You my mean... headphones were out. Uh, I've playing since I was, uh, I think, twelve. But you wouldn't know it by my uh, skill level. <laughs> I like twine. It reminds me of uh, some old country stuff. All right, what is the song you'll be playing? Let me see. Oh, that does not sound that good. Oh, that's good enough. Um, yeah, this will. song is called "My Life Is So Poggers." Um, which, you know, you can stream on Spotify. Also, new song, First to Die, out now. Let's go. Um, but this is a song that I wrote as a joke because I was in my friend Jobo Toesgarden's chat, and I said that phrase. I said, my life is so poggers. Mm. And then in the chat, we were like, he was like, write a song about it. And I was like, I will. And then I wrote these lyrics in like 20 minutes. And uh, then it was real after that. I don't know if I know all the lyrics off the top of my head anymore, but I'm going to try. Oh, I have the original text document where I wrote the lyrics. Oh, that's so crazy. April 12th, 2021. That's awesome. Um, that's my birthday. So, yo, I wrote this song on your birthday. I love it. So this is for you. Hit me um, with so it. this is a very Twitch. This is a very Twitch song. Can you hear the uh, guitar? Yes. Okay. All right. The song is called, hey, everybody, my name is about the song called My Life is So Poggers. Wait, what are the chords? Let's see. Okay, yeah. My life is so pog. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's normally in a lower key. Hold on. Okay. My life is so poggers. I'm wearing my joggers. E-boy drip that tops yours. TikTok digits that top scores. My life is so poggers. Hedge fund stocks that do numbers. Gonna buy me ice cream Yeezy. Save that divorce from happening. Kanye album got me breezy. With a life it wasn't pleasing. My life is so pog champ. Except I didn't tweet that. Guess we'll have to take that lizard shit. Guess we'll take what we can get. My likes are so pog champ. Likes and retweets that you can't match when I go fucking viral. Tweeting about the royal couple with a meme and a comment to go find me to save my uncle. My life is so poggers. Ooh. 
so shut the fuck up. Oh, you follow for follow. <laughs> I'm just blowing up. My life is so catch jam. Just gotta feel the music. Hey, 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 yeah, 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 one, two, ready, go, bang, na, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Barry Bebop, ladies and gentlemen, like hey. so far. There it is. There. Hey. Holy cat, dude. I love that. <laughs> what the fuck? When did this? That see, you know, I've I've heard my fair share of Twitch music. All right, I know that 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 market's kind of cornered with certain individuals, but I love mm. that. That's such a like. I don't know. It felt it, it's it's folky. It's rocky. It has a little bit of pop. It's a pep in your step. That's beautiful. Mm. I love that song. I love hey, that. Thanks, man. Thanks, and that's man. on Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. All right. Is that uh that's DMCA free, right? Is this we're going Harris Heller Yeah. Oh school? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no there's no label. <laughs> all right, all right. Just, yeah, we gotta yeah. ask permission here. We gotta ask permission. Yeah, here. absolutely. I love that. I love DMCA that a ton. Free. Thank you so much for sharing that. But mm-hmm. Barry, that being said, you did it. That is the show. Barry, thank you so much for your time. Here's the thing, all right? Before we, we go our separate ways, there's a couple things. We got to do a little bit of business, if you may, Barry. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, much like anything in life, nothing is free. So I need two things from you. I need two things from you. One is, do you have the stream open? Yes. Can you choose a name, any name, in the back end, that is not myself, a mod, or a current VIP? Any name. Pick a name. Okay. Oh, like, oh, in the chat? In the chat, yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go with my fellow Cheese Please. Cheese Please, correct? Uh-huh, yeah. And and how'd you come to that uh, conclusion? How'd you choose Cheese? I like Cheese. I don't, you know. Yeah. Perfect. He's super cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Makes good food. Has good hair. Good hair. Good ass hair. Ooh, I like it. I like it. All right. From one person who's balding to someone who has hair. There it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheese, you've got VIP. It's as easy as that. You've got VIP. <laughs> that's VIP. Choosing VIP. That's awesome. That's how easy it is. It is just in a dime. Go ahead. There it is. Who's your oh, first nice. pick? So you've yeah. got VIP, Cheese. Here's the thing, though. On the flip, all right? On the flip side of it, Barry, I only have five VIP. So you have to choose one that's take getting it away from now. All right? We're taking it. Oh, what? Okay. Right here, right now. All right? Live on the show. I'm going to put it into the chat. All right? I'll put the five names here. We have Valen Globe. We have Smoothie Live, Kid Presentable. We got Mickey. And we got Jumbled Liam. Which one of these five are losing VIP right here, right now? The kid is no longer presentable. Kid is no longer presentable. There it is. You hate to see a kid. Sorry, maybe next time, but thank you so much. And Barry, here's the thing, all right? We've sat here for roughly uh, three hours and 15 minutes talking about your life. And, and mm-hmm. it's been a wonderful show. I've had so much fun. And uh, what's so cool about this show, too, is, you know, the, the guests are handpicked. You know, I'm not forced to do any show. It's And, and there's no real 
qualification. I'll be honest with you. Some people are just like, how, how do I get on? And I'm like, ah, I got to be willing to sit down across from you for three and a half hours to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you've been wonderful. I mean, we talked at the start of the show about uh, the ability to speak and keep a conversation going and the stories you've shared. Uh, it, it's, it's so it, it was it was it, it made the time fly by on my side. Um, that being said, you know, uh, I trust my guests. And so I'm curious, Barry, who was someone that you would like to watch go through this exact same experience as yourself and talk about their life and share about their lives both online and off? Hey, Kip hasn't been on, have they? They haven't, but uh, here's a spoiler. I have, yeah, I have Kip booked in two weeks. Okay. Um, Another person I think would be really interesting, Bobby Burnham. Hmm? You're just going to name everyone that I booked. Okay, okay, I booked okay. I Bobby I, for I next week. What next, okay. huh? <laughs> okay, Game Pass Dad. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Game Pass Dad. I thought I might, I thought that after Kip, I thought that that might have been the case, but I just wanted to see, you know. Yeah. Um, Game Pass Dad is a really, really cool dude who I think that you will really enjoy talking with him. I think he would talk a lot about his life. He also comes from a stand-up comedy background and he tries to infuse his content with that and does a lot of community stuff and really like deeply, deeply loves Twitch. And so I think it would be super cool. Uh, there combo. it is. I put mm-hmm. the name on the docket there. I'll add it to the list. But Barry, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your story. We have one more segment here. It's a mystery segment. All right. Oh. Uh, this show, Beyond the Content, was inspired by a 90s television show called Inside the Actor's Studio. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this individual, he's a host and professor. His name is James Lipton. Uh, would bring on actors, actresses, and entertainers into his classroom and auditorium. And he would do these long-form interviews talking about their life, eventually culminating to their work in media. And he would bring on, and we're talking the Angelina Jolie's, the Brad Pitt's, the Dave Chappelle's, all of them on mm-hmm. and, and have these amazing interviews. And so during COVID, I was inspired by that and wanting to uh, learn about the world uh, beyond traveling since we were all kept in. Uh, and, and this journey has brought me so many places and it's brought me here today with yourself and, and the amazing stories you've shared here tonight. Now, he ended the show the exact same way for 23 years by asking each and every one of his guests the same last 10 questions. And as an homage to him, I do the same. OK, there's only okay. three rules or kind of regulations you should be aware of. Uh, the first one is that you have to answer all these questions. It's not negotiable. OK, OK. Second is uh, that I'm personally going to be a bit silent during this uh, portion. So I'm going to read you the question, give you a moment to answer. There'll be a moment of silence, and then I'll read you the next question. And we'll just continue Mm -hmm. that pattern. And the last part is, is to try your best to keep your answers within one thought. So not one word, not one paragraph, one sentence will do perfectly. Okay? Okay. After that, uh, I will tell you what I learned on my side of this interview, and uh, I'll give you the final word, and we'll go our separate ways. All right, Barry? Okay. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Of course, man. We still got a little bit left here in the tank, but are you ready? More ready than I've ever been for anything in my whole life. Okay. That's not true. Question one. 
What is your favorite word? Fuck. What is your least favorite word? I can't say it. What turns you on? Confidence. What turns you off? <laughs> Short people. That's not even true. I just want to say it. <laughs> What sound or noise do you love? The sniper hit from Risk Raid 2. <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? Chalkboard. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Musician. What profession would you not like to do? Construction. And lastly, Barry. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Did you have a good time? I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, Barry B. Bob. Barry, there it is. Yo! There it is. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for your time, your story, uh, your candor. Most of all. Now, let me, let me, you know, give me a moment. Give me like a minute. And uh, let me tell you what I learned, man. You know, I, I love these shows. Again, it allows me to sit down and be still in the present moment in life and just learn. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, I want to be a student in life. And most of all, through experiences and, and stories. I'm, I'm captivated by them. And, uh, you know, with yourself, Barry, here, I, I have a notebook and I, I take, you know, some free notes just here and there of things that are said uh, from the guest. And, and one of the biggest one, man, I got to reiterate it one more time. I know we talked about it earlier is that mentality of the time is now. And mm -hmm. I love I love that you corrected me. I think a lot of individuals will kind of just let it go, you know, let. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Or, oh, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. And just it's a passing thought. But. For you to say, actually, that's that that is a way to interpret it, but the way that it was meant, or the way my connotation was not so much, it's time for now to create content, but but uh, more so, I should be finding happiness or seeking happiness in the now, in what I'm doing. And uh, again, you know, you say that's something that that you've been searching and striving for. I think that's the same thing with me, you know. And that, again, that brings me back to the love of what I do here because. It's individuals like yourself that that uh, inspire me and remind me 
of of why we do what we do and you know that we aren't alone in that mentality that oh man i'm 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 straying away from what made what you know what made content creation so pure and good and filling and i need to remind myself of that you know you, we get lost in the the hustle we get lost in routine so i i i i thank you for that i mean and the other part I wanted to thank you for was was the the conversations revolving mental health, the conversations revolving around your your own relationships. Uh, I will be so bold as to say in in 134 shows, I had never had someone be so honest about uh, that side of life. And that was really cool. I I, I know that um, that is such a, a personal point of yours, especially having never told your own community that let alone coming onto a podcast with a guy that you're just meeting live here. People don't recognize that. This is improv conversation. This is live. This is unedited. And um, it, it was just such an honest point because, again, I think, well, we, at least what I learned tonight was this is life. There's, there's, there's everything. This is the human experience of it all. And I, I am humbled. You know, you're at the age of 28. I'm 28 myself. And so... It's really cool kind of living vicariously through you these couple, a couple hours and learning about not just your life and what you've gone through and the ups and downs and all of that, but also taking away many points of your own life and saying, wow, okay, this is actually, this, this applies to myself. Oh, I, I, I've never experienced that, but it's really cool to see someone go through that and, and seeing how their brain works and, and their emotions and their mental state. And, and you know, I want to implore you one more thing. Uh, you mentioned the numbers. You 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 mentioned a couple times earlier. Like I'm not a big streamer, or, or if we get there and all that jazz. Regardless of the point, I want to underline the the genius of your content. All right, and 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 who you are as as a, a content creator. All right, you you mentioned being an editor, and you mentioned all these other people, but that's not what the show is about for tonight. It's about you. And uh, again, I want to implore you. It is easy to follow metas it's easy to start drama and and bait but to be a hundred percent original and to be funny doing so that is something that i will always respect and and tip of the hat to you and and so barry i i i i'm on that train of of you know when you take those breaks or if you're ever having those down days you know you you are killing it don't let anybody tell you otherwise whether they say it's cringe or they try to compare your numbers or whatever it may be because you are doing something that frankly very few if not anyone else is doing all right and that's you creating your character and and your animations and your style of comedy and i i I hope for you to find that that love that point where you can you can you know uh, look at your content uh, externally and from a macro point of view, and be like, you know what, damn it, this is, no matter what the outcome, this is still making me happy. This is beautiful. Um, but I, I'm, I'm proud of you, Barry. Uh, I can see why you're, you're, you're loved by so many of our peers. And, you know, it, it, you hear this in comedy, kind of a comedian's comedians. It's one of those things. I think you and I are in the mm-hmm. same boat as the, the streamer streamer. And mm-hmm. I hope Absolutely. that we both, we both get out on top on that too. But uh, mm-hmm. Barry... You know, that's everything from me. What is something you would like to say to all those watching live here on Twitch, in the future on YouTube, or listening on Spotify? Thanks. Y'all look great. 
Fuck. Like, I'm going to love having you on the network. <laughs> This is just gonna you guys hush. look so good right now. That's crazy. You look so. That's f- awesome. So hot. <laughs> so fucking hot, dude. Oh, so, so hot. <laughs> oh my gosh! But Barry, thank you so much again. Uh, let me. I'll DM you after the show. But uh, you take care. All right. This is where we disconnect. I'll see you again in a little bit. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Peace. Bye, everybody. Thanks peace. so much. Peace. Peace.